might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. Uh, by the way, are there any niggers here tonight? What did he say? Why? Is he really getting out of his nut? Are there any niggers here tonight? Is he that desperate for shock value? And he scraped the bottom bound to be that cruel to say, are there any niggers here tonight? Have I ever talked about the Schwartz and they left the room? Or the Moulin Johns or the Arms or placated some southerner by absence of voice when he ranted and raved about the nigger, nigger, niggers? Are there any niggers here? I know I'm working with a nigger. I think I see one nigger couple back there between those two niggers to three kikes. Thank God for the kikes. And two spicks and one mick. We have two spicks, one mick, three kikes, and one spunky, funky, hunky. Any more boogies? Three more sheenies, eight more guineas, six guineas, seven wops, six grease balls. I pass the six dykes, four kikes, and eight niggers. The point... If President Kennedy got on television every day and said, I would like to introduce all the niggers in my cabinet. And all the niggers called each other niggers. They oftentimes times it in front of the old phase. And every day you heard nigger, 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 nigger. In the second month, nigger would mean as much as good night or God bless you when you sneeze. Or perhaps as much as I promise I'll hold to nothing but to do so help me God. Nigger would lose its impact and never make any foil nigger cry when he came home from school. LeBron, what a legendary night. In NBA history, you're breaking the all-time scoring record. And to honor that, I had to come back to the place that it all started, Akron, Ohio. Every journey has its beginning. And tonight... I lied. I lied to you. Uh, I'm actually still at the club in Miami, but definitely all the girls say congrats, though. Right, girls? Congrats, right? Congrats. Congrats. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. To the South African Revenue Services call center lady I just spoke to over the phone. I hope you die a sad death. I hope when you leave work today you get hit by a bus. I hope you get shot like a fucking dog in the streets. Hey, I hope your fucking heart stops while munching on a fucking burger. You a bitch. You a hoe. You don't understand service delivery. These motherfuckers don't care. These government workers don't get it, bruv. They don't give a shit. They don't care, bruv. Legit. And talking about not caring. Right? Speaking about not giving a shit, bruv. Hey. Hey. How about... I don't give a fuck about small talk. How about that? Motherfuckers be out here trying to small talk me to death. I ain't got no time for that. Niggas want to talk about the real housewives of Durban. Wait, wait, what? I mean, sure, sure. I've seen a couple of episodes. But, bruv, this is not the time to be out here talking about Lundi London. How about that? It's not the time. Sneak dissing is some shit that I don't want to see a lady do. Kulu Yegi telling be a lady do. You posted in your stories. I'm a claim said there wasn't gold. But then a day or two, Risayati Platinum. How that made you look? Mm. Ring on Nami, are you still making me? 
Zika my hate so bad now we're pretty debatable And later food to my chats in the grade I woke Fell in a mangbona banye beko pumlando I would've hated too It's not the time because big things are gone In South Africa Right? Niggas Niggas are planning a march On the 20th of March Now my question to all of y'all South Africans is To march or not to march On the 20th of March God damn it what the fuck is this, bruv? V for Vendetta? Remember, remember the 5th of November, bruh. Yo, to march or not to march? On the 20th of March, what the fuck are you gonna do, brother? The fuck are y'all niggas gonna do? Huh? What are y'all gonna do on the 20th of March when the EFF pulls up all bloodied out? Right? All red earthen. All red earthen, all bloodied out. The fuck are you going to do? Are you joining the march or are you staying at home? The fuck are you going to do, bruv? What are we? Hey, bruv. Yo, what are we going to do as a nation? What the fuck are we going to do on the 20th of March when the EFF pulls up? Right? When these fucking socialists pull up. Bruv, what the fuck are we going to do? When fucking Fidel Castro 2.0, right? Leads a million men down our fucking streets. What the fuck are we gonna do? What are we gonna do, bruv? Motherfuckers are trying to small talk me, bruv. Niggas are trying to small talk me to death, bruv. I ain't got no time for that shit, bruv. Hey, yo, Maui, yo. Yo, did you see that KD has joined the Phoenix Suns, bruv? I was like, well, I ain't surprised. Right? Niggas be out here trying to talk about KD joining the Phoenix Suns. And I be like, bruv, hey, that's what he does. That's what he does, though. Right? That's what Kevin Durant does. When the going gets tough, he bounces. Right? When he gets injured, he bounces. He joins a super team. That's what he does. That's what KD does. Why the fuck are you niggas surprised? And why the fuck are you trying to small talk me to death? I ain't trying to talk about basketball. Motherfuckers are planning a march. To march or not to march. Motherfuckers are planning a picket. Right? And that shit, yo, who knows? That shit could turn sour. Who knows? Because the fucking ANC is panicking. Y'all saw that shit, bruv. Y'all saw that video. Right? That Figilem Balula video. People must go to school. Children must go to work. Malema and his party can protest. There's no problem about it. South Africa, y'all saw that shit. That video is now a meme. Right? That video is now a social media phenomenon. Figilem Balula is now a social media sensation. Y'all saw that shit. And to all of you niggas who are listening to this shit, y'all heard that shit. And bruv, if you are outside of South Africa, welcome. <laughs> bruv, hey, welcome to South Africa. Because bruv, that clip encapsulates everything you need to know about South Africa. Okay bruv, if you want to know what South Africa is all about, just listen to that clip bruv. Okay, people have to go to fucking school. And children have to go to work. Bruv, hey, the man who said that is South Africa's Minister of Transportation, Mr. Figilem Balula. Oh, bruv, what the fuck does he do now? Is he still 
the Minister of Transportation because motherfuckers be out here changing their fucking titles all day every day in South Africa, goddammit. This is what we do, right? Motherfuckers over here, bruv, a fucking political renaissance man. Legit, bruv, we have political renaissance men and women, bruv, out here wildin'. Bruv, hey, people have to go to school, right? And the children have to go to work. Bruh, that fucking guy is a member of parliament, right? Right? He's a big part of our government. He's a big part of South Africa's governance. He's a leader in South Africa. Bruh, people have to go to school, right? And children have to go to work. So my question is, to march or not to march on the 20th of March? Huh? Bruh, hey, that's my question. Where do you stand? Maybe just can just indicate whether you answered the question or not, so that you can proceed. I never said I won't answer the question. So I'm 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 reading my speech. No one is going to tell me what to do at what time. I'm in charge. That's why these fools are running around here. I'm in charge. On a point of order, chair. Order, chairperson. Point of order, chairperson. Order, chairperson. Point of order. Ruling party by strong order. Chairperson. Orders undermined. Point of order. Chair. I'm in charge. I'm running. Chairperson. We are not in charge. You can all jump. The Honorable members. We are not in charge. We are going to show you. To Honorable Maliba. Order. Order of the opposition. Order, members. Running the house. I'm in charge. Come on. Order members, who's next? Can we have order members? I don't want DP. I've got these things. Honorable The Economic Freedom Fighters, EFF for short, says it will engage the taxi industry to take part in its march as it prepares to hold a picket over the country's energy crisis. The party announced that it would have a national shutdown on the 20th of March, 2023, as debilitating power cuts continued. Bruv, hey, I'm recording this shit in the dark, FYI. Right? We got no electricity. So my fellow South Africans, I have one question and one question only. To march or not to march? <laughs> Bruv, this is not the time to be out here talking about BBLs. Okay? This is not the time to be out here talking about any. Right? Motherfuckers wanna talk about Enkembali and black coffee. This is not the time. We, you guys did not use protection. No. I have condoms in every facet of my world. In my car right now, these condoms. I just... No. Instead of leaving his wife, he offers you second I'm wife. I'm not even... Yet. How would I ask for something like that? Another thing that's bugging me is I asked him, has Enle been to our house? And no, he's I've been in my homework and I understand that it needed to be was completely mm -hmm. wrong because you guys were having sex, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So understand this. You guys are sleeping together. That's a whole different step on its own. And every time you said you said every time you've used protection is that absolutely true 
or there have been times of passion where you guys did not use protection? No. I have condoms in every facet of my world. In my car right now, there's condoms. I just... No. Instead of leaving his wife, he offers you second I'm wife. I'm not even divorced yet. How would I ask for something like that? Another thing that's bugging me is I asked him, has Enle been to our house? And no, he's I've been to your house once, nothing more. I went to your house, I think there was a bride um, that he was having with his friends. I went there and yeah, that was the only time. What the fuck? There's no time for that shit, bruv. We've got bigger fish to fry, bruv. All fucking facts. There's no time to be out here fucking discussing the 50 greatest rappers of all time. There's no time for that, Billboard. We've got big things to fry. Big things are gone. Our country is on fire. There's no time for that shit. But, bruv, yo, do you know what I have time for? I have time to address you motherfuckers who need to grow up, right? I've got all the fucking time. You motherfuckers, nah, you niggas gotta grow up. Grow the fuck up. How about stop taking your talents to the barber shop? How about that? How about that? Stop going to the fucking barber shop. How about grow the fuck up? Buy your own fucking grooming material. Buy your own fucking tools. Motherfuckers be out here getting that fucking haircut in a fucking shack. I mean, bruv, hey, how about have some pride? How about that? How about have some fucking pride? Motherfuckers be out here getting edge-ups and fucking high-top fades in shacks. Bruv, yo, niggas pull up on me on some. Yo, ma, you look at my cut and I be like, yo, bruv, hey, you look good, right? You look good, it's all good, bruv. And I'm not gonna fucking no homo pause that. You look good, my nigga, but yo, where the fuck did you cut your hair? Who cut your hair? Who cut your hair? Motherfuckers be out here trying to act cute. Oh, yo, look at my hair, bruv. Look at my fade. Ha, I look dope and I be like, bruv, hey, who cut your hair? And motherfuckers be like, hey, yo, Maui, hey, my nigga down there cut my hair. And I be like, yo, who that be? Right? Who that be? And motherfuckers be like, yo, Abed Nico did it. Right? His name is Abed Nico. So, hey, if you want to know who cut my hair, Maui, Abed Nico did it. And I be like, bruh, look at you, bruh. Motherfucking public, bitch ass nigga, don't get on no motherfucking public platform and say different from what the fuck you told me to my face. Tell me to my face that shit was trash, bitch ass. Fucking scab head ass boy, who cut your hair? Look at you, fam. You are somebody's son. Look at you. Right? Once upon a time, you were precious. Look at you today, bruv. Look at you. Look at how you look, my nigga. You got bumps on your head. Right? You've got you've got cold sores growing on your head. Right? Hey, bruv. Hey, hey. You've got you've got humps. On your head, bruv. Hey, what the, what the fuck, my nigga, my nigga. You've got, you've got the herpes of the head. Hey, look at you, bruv. You fucking, hey, your head is out here catching sexually transmitted diseases, bruv. Look at you. Look at you, bruv. 
Walking around the fucking block with a whole STD on your fucking head, bruv. Look at you. How about, hey, take care of yourself, bruv. I have one question for you. How the fuck are you going to get ahead? How the fuck are you going to get ahead when you've got the fucking herpes of the head? How about get your own shit? Get your own fucking machine. How about do all the fucking clipping at home, bruv? Do better. Grow the fuck up. Stop going to the barber shop. Legit, bruv. Stop going to the barber shop, bruv. Them niggas, them niggas have infected tools because they cut too many people. Right? Niggas be out there bleeding. Motherfuckers' heads be out there bleeding, pus. Be out there flowing, bruv. Yo, do better. Niggas, niggas are sick out here, bruv. Buy your own shit. Legit. Buy your own shit. Oh, Maui, my fucking fade is fresh. Yo, my nigga, listen. You look dope. You look dope. Right? But, bruh, hey, how about next time? Next time. Next time, prioritize your safety. How about safety first? How about that? How about safety first? Right? How about be wise and condomize? How about that? Because niggas, niggas got the fucking herpes of the head. Who cut your hair? Who cut your hair? I don't fuck with barbershops. Why? Because I don't fuck with STDs. Right? That's number one. Number two, I don't fuck with snitches. That's just me though. That's just me, though. These fucking barbers be out here just fucking yapping a bit too much. Yappity yap yap yap. Right? Yappity yap yap yap. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas be out here just fucking yapping, spreading rumors. Right? Telling on niggas. Snitching on niggas. Snitching on bitches, too. Dish water, dish. These are facts. Right? Niggas be out talking about that dude and this dude. Oh, oh, he did that. Oh, oh, she did this. It's fucking... No, I don't do that. Right? That shit... That shit gives me the fucking heebie-jeebies. Legit. That shit... Nah, that shit makes me uneasy. All fucking facts. I be out there getting my hair cut. Yo, bruv, feeling uncomfortable. I be like, damn, I can't believe this shit. A fucking snitch is cutting my hair. A snitch is cutting my hair, bruv. Whoever thought that me, Maui Mao, right? I'd be out here, bruv. Right? I'd be out here getting getting my fucking hair cut by a snitch. Nah, 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 not me. Never again, bruv. Nelson Mandela once said, never and never again, bruv. Yo, here we are. Right? The country's falling apart. Bring back Nelson Bandela, bruv. All fucking facts, bruv. I don't fuck with barbershops. I really don't. Right? I lie my hair like this, bruv. Right? I have a fucking afro. I love, I love the kink. Legit, bruv. I love the kink. Right? Hair type classified type 4. They classify my hair type type 4. This is what it is. I'm built for this shit, bruv. I ain't new to this, bruv. I'm true to this facts. I don't fuck with barbershops. Right? 
Niggas be out there trying to fucking small talk a nigga, bruv. Yo, a nigga died at my local barber shop. Did y'all know that? Hey, bruv, yo, here's a fucking Snapple fact. Here's a fucking Chappies fact, bruv. Hey, a nigga got, a nigga got bratatata, right? A nigga got bratatata, bratatata, right? He got bratatata at my local barber shop. Right, this nigga was out there getting his hair cut by a fucking snitch. And then his fucking ops pulled up. Oh my god. Oh my god, bruh. Yo, his fucking ops pulled up. In a coop. Right, no fucking plates. <laughs> no fucking plates, of course. Of course, as you do. Right? Them boys were out there rocking PPEs. <laughs> right? They pulled up, they pulled up rocking PPEs, COVID-19 masks, right? And then they fucking killed this boy. They murked this boy. And the fucking barber got hit a little bit, right? They hit his fucking leg. Homie almost died for nothing, right? He almost got killed by the fucking crossfire. Bruv, I don't fuck with barber shops. I just don't. How about buy your own fucking machine? Buy your own fucking scissors. How about snippity snip 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 at home? Snippity snip 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 at home. Do better. Right? Grow the fuck up. DJ bruv, grow the fuck up. Unbelievable, bruv. The fact that you niggas still get your fucking hair cut at barber shops. Nah, that's embarrassing. That's fucking embarrassing, bruv. Stop cutting your hair at the fucking barber shop. What's up? Can a low come up in your crib? Man, fuck you. I'll see you at work. Oh, nigga, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, nigga. Maybe you got rid of that old yee-yee-ass haircut you got. You get some bitches on your dick. Oh, better yet, maybe Tanisha call your dog ass if she ever stop fucking with that brain surgeon the lawyer she fucking with. Nigga. What? Oh, motherfucker. Ooh, honey. <laughs> Niggas die every day. Niggas die every day, bruv. Niggas die every day, and some niggas die at barbershops. Take care of yourself, bruv. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Because niggas are trying to bratatatata. Out here, bruv. Right? Niggas are trying to catch a body. That's just what it is, bruv. My question still stands. Too much or not too much? Because evidently, the EFF is trying to catch a body, and that body is the ANC. Right? The EFF is trying to catch a body, and that body is the body politic. <laughs> Do better. Do better, bruv. Yo, niggas die every day, so be grateful. Be grateful, bruv. You are still alive, so be grateful. Be grateful like them boys at the Rock Nation brunch. What's that about? Hey, bruv, yo, why, why is everybody so grateful at the Rock Nation brunch? Like, my bruv, niggas are too grateful over there, bruv. Everybody looks overly humbled. Uh-huh. In the name of the 
true and living God, the beneficent, the merciful. Thank you for bringing me up the rough side of the mountain like earth through. Every knee bowed and every tongue confessed and paid homage to the monk who visit Rothschilds like the loneliest dead Pananica. It's J-Elect Antondronica coming through your monitor. Back from the great and yonder, the son of man and the son of Donda. I never rode the chicks or the R6 or the Honda, but I flew my Ducati through North America like Wakanda. Earthquakes will strike this nation for what Bush did to Rwanda. What the Clintons did to Haiti and down the street did to Ghana. It's a postland, they call me Terremoto, El Negro Loco. I shake the tectonic plate to the game if I lay one vocal. The God is interstellar while you fellas remain local. My bars is like the pyramid temples of Paco Volta. As sure as the DOJ confirmed Ezekiel's will, I can change the world like that cool but two pieces of steel. My sword on my microphone, I swore to the Christ stone. But when you great, they want to say you took a L, Jose Castillo. I'm in the fight here, fight here for what seems like light years. My rugged cross and thorny crown squeeze out Christ tears. 30 pieces of silver clout, my peer priced here. It's a war outside, it's a war outside. It's like the last days of Sodom and Gomorrah outside. Everybody looks overly blessed at the Rock Nation brunch, right? Everybody's grateful over there. Bruv, every single video I saw, there's off a group of niggas, right? Out there fucking shaking hands, hugging, and just, and just looking, looking humbled. Humbled by, by what the other person is saying to them, bruv. Everybody's just humbled. Like, everybody's just praising everybody. I was like, bruv, hey, what's this about? What's this about? Motherfuckers be out there looking like, oh my God, you love my music? Oh my God, I love your music. Oh, look at us, right? We love each other's music. Oh my God, I'm so humbled. I'm so humbled that a, that a man of your stature fucks with my music. I'm so fucking humbled that a woman of your stature right, and position in life fucks with my music. I'm humbled. I'm grateful. Thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, Hove. Thank you. Hey, Tyler, the creator, thank you. I'm humbled. You like my music. You fuck with my shit. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's how everybody looks. Every single video I saw, bruv. Right? Niggas are out there just fucking, you know, just clutching their chest. Right? Like, like, as if, as if they just got, you know, deeply touched by... By something, I don't know. Like, niggas like, oh my God, right? Niggas just like, oh my God, palm on chest. Palm on chest. Legit, oh my God, you love my shit. I love you too. And listen, bruv, it's a beautiful thing, right? I love seeing niggas around niggas. I love seeing positive niggas around other positive niggas. I love seeing niggas do positive shit. That's just me, though. Right? However, however, you know, some of it looks fake. Because some of them boys in there are killers. And I be like, bro, yo, look at this killer. Like, I be like, this nigga got a couple of bodies under his belt. Right? I be like, this bitch got a couple of bodies under her fucking cooch. There's what it is. But, hey, why the fuck are these people acting so... Right? So angelic. I'm an angel. Right? Me, a killer? No, I don't, I don't kill people. And I'd be like, bruv, you dropped five albums talking about killing people. Oh, no. no that wasn't me. That's my alter ego. Hey, hey, Maui. Maui. That wasn't me, silly. 
That was my alter ego. That wasn't... Nah, hey, that killer, no! No, that man... Nah, that man needs to go to prison. That's why... The jib... That, that man... That man gotta go to prison. That man needs to be locked up. That dude on those albums gotta go to prison. That's not me. That's not me. That's my alter ego. That's my alter ego. Hey, Maui, Maui. That's my alter ego. <laughs> right? And I mean, like, bruh. Hey, why, why do you look so grateful? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Legit. And some of them people in there, bruv, you know, have fucked over the other niggas. Right? Some of those niggas in there have fucked each other over, bruv. And I'd be like, bruh, hey, what's this about? What's, hey, what's this about? It's time we discussed how this threesome thing's going to work. It's all super fake. Right? It's all fake. This is why I don't fuck with it. I love seeing black people prosper. I love seeing black people win. I love seeing black people celebrate wins together. But bruv, hey, the Rock Nation brunch is the fucking epitome of fakeness. That's what it is. It's also fucking fake. Because some of those niggas in there have fucked over a lot of niggas in there. A lot of niggas. Right? Some of those niggas in there are the reason why some of those niggas in there are fucked up. Some of those niggas in there are the reason why some of those niggas in there are broke. This motherfucker don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That motherfucker don't miss, man. He's good. In the heat of battle, he don't miss. No. In the heat of controversy, he don't miss. No. I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with the Rock Nation brunch because it's fake. Right? It looks fake because it's fake. All of that fucking humility, right? All of that fucking gratefulness looks fake because it is fake, right? It's fake. That shit is not real. Niggas be out there looking overly humbled. Oh my God, thank you for your kind words. Them niggas don't... Yo, them niggas don't fuck with each other, bro. That shit is fake. If it's fake, it's fake. If it looks fake... It is fake. All facts. Bruv, if it quacks like a duck. Right? If it, if it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. If it sells drugs like Pusha T, it's a drug dealer. Because that's what Pusha T was. Right? These are all fucking facts. Half of those niggas in there, bruv, don't fuck with each other. These are all facts. Them niggas don't fuck with each other, bruv. Right? I saw some of these niggas, I'm like, yo, bruv, you niggas are just faking this shit. Right? After this fucking brunch, one of y'all is getting shot. One of y'all. One of y'all is killing the other, bruv. These are all fucking facts. I know you motherfuckers. I'm so humbled. Oh, oh, you like, you like my music? Oh, I love yours. I love your drill rap. Oh, you love my trap rap? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love your music. I love what you do. I love everything you do. Right? I live and die by your music. I live and die by your art. Right? 
And I'd be like, bro, yo, there's nothing artistic about that. Motherfuckers be out here talking about fucking bitches and shooting niggas. And, yo, you are next. Right? This fucking guy is shooting you next. These are all fucking facts. Them niggas got beef in there, bro. In South Africa, yo, you niggas. You fucking opportunists, bruv. Yo, South Africans, bruv. Yo, we have a lot of opportunists in South Africa. But I saw you niggas on social media. Huh? You niggas, you niggas want to go to the brunch? No. You niggas want to go to the brunch? Right? You want to rub shoulders with Hovito? Hmm? The greatest rapper of all time, according to Billboard magazine. You want to rub shoulders with Hovito? Is that what you niggas want to do? What he was doing. Make him out the hood to keep us trapped. The red line is probably the times if you live by black. I don't think they hear me though. Okay. Gentrify your own hood for these people do it. Play eminent domain and have your people moving. That's a small glimpse into what Nipsey was doing. But anybody's still confused as to what he was doing. The neighborhood designed to keep us trapped. They redlined it so probably times if you live by blacks. They depress the asset and take the property back. It's a ruthless but a genius plan in fact. So now we fighting over scraps. Crabs in the barrel, but crabs don't belong in the barrel. They ain't never tell us that. So in the barrel, we gonna act like we act. We can easily get out the barrel if we stand on each other's back. Whoever gets on top, as long as they stay attached, they can pull everybody out. I was doing just that. I told neighborhood nips to stay close. A hundred million dollars on your schedule, lay low. Tell your team to be on point in the places that they go. I never dreamed to get killed in the place that he called home. How we gonna get in power with you the sauce? Y'all like to run off on the plug, so of course. That ain't lit, that's a means to an end. Me and my team was playing the plug ahead of plan. Sometimes he's only making a thousand a joint. That ain't no money, but that ain't their point. So those 92 bricks was only 92 thousand. So y'all can close your mouth, it ain't nothing for y'all to wow. But it is something to study. We was chasing our goals, not chasing money. Niggas chasing hoes, we find that funny. I pull up in the rows, that hoe gon' want me. But I don't want no hoe, I want a wife. Somebody to bounce these ideas off at night. I be going to sleep hoping they'd visit me. That young king had a lot of jewels to split with me. And we ain't gotta leave the hood physically. But we gotta leave that shit mentally. Somehow, somewhere. You niggas wanna be out there taking pictures. It's all about the photo op. It's all about the photo op. You niggas wanna be out there taking pictures. Hmm? You wanna be out there taking pictures with with hip hop royalty. Is that what you niggas wanna do? Hmm? You fucking snakes, yo. You South Africans, yo, you niggas are snakes. I saw you South African snakes. Slithering. Right all over my fucking timeline. Slithering. Right? All over social media talking about, oh, in 2024. I want to see myself there in 2024. I want to go to the Rock Nation brunch. Bruv, hey, South Africans need better dreams. All facts. We need better dreams. 
Because our country is on fire. We can't be having niggas talking about, yo, my dream is to chill with Jay-Z. That's your fucking dream. That's your dream, bro. The country is on fire. We don't have electricity in South Africa right now. And you motherfuckers want to talk about chilling with Beyonce? Chilling with fucking Chloe Bailey? Yo, bruv, hey, y'all need better dreams. That's what you motherfuckers need. Okay, bruv, we need to dream beyond petroleum. <laughs> Just say it, man. Beyond petroleum. I'm fucking silly. Yo, all jokes aside, okay? We need to start dreaming beyond material possessions. We need to start dreaming beyond celebrity. That's what we need. But you motherfuckers, bruv, you niggas, you niggas love that shit. You motherfuckers fetishize. Y'all fetishize wealth. Y'all fetishize everything glittery. Y'all fetishize everything that looks, that looks distant. Right? Y'all fetishize fetishize these fucking icons right and put that in heavy air quotes yo fetishize these people right these motherfuckers are people that's what they are they are people just like you bruv they have problems they take shits jay-z takes hella dumps that's what bruv hey they are human beings Hey, you niggas worship these motherfuckers a bit too much. Do better. We need bigger and better dreams. Dreams that go beyond mansions and Porsches. We gotta do better. We gotta do better, bruv. Do better, South Africa. Right? We gotta do better. Motherfuckers. Yo, motherfuckers are how you're talking about. Yo, yo, hove. Hova's out there celebrating, you know, his big deal with Bacardi. He just sold his share of Duce for $750 million. Bruv, everybody's selling. All of these niggas are selling. And white people are buying. Right? White people love black culture. Right? And bruv, yo, if you look closer, I think they love black culture way more than black people. These are all facts. Because we are quick to cash in. Right? We are quick to cash out on black culture. We are quick to fucking sell this shit. We are quick to put a price on it. Right? Cash in to cash out. Cash in to cash out. That's what we do. Right? We are quick to sell our shit. We are quick to sell all that we own. We are quick to fucking relinquish ownership. That's what we do. Right? We love the money. We love the bag. And white people are buying. Bruv, the acquisition is the first major step taken by Scooter Braun, who manages pop stars like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and uh, Demi Lovato. Since he became the sole chief executive of Hybe America last month, the company is a division of the South Korean entertainment firm Hybe, 
which dominates the K-pop world through its management of the superstar group BTS. I know this might sound weird to say, but would you love me if I ran away? I know you probably think I'm insane. Ain't nothing changed but the pocket chain. I know they gotta feel my pain. I made them birds Lauren Hill sing. Ain't everywhere I go, they know my name. Cause I be rapping gang gang. Posted with the gang gang. Pull up with the gang gang. Shoot up with the gang gang. I be rapping gang gang, gang gang. I shoot with the gang gang, gang gang. Bang with the gang gang, gang gang. Ride out with the gang gang, gang gang. Always rip the gang gang. Big body rolls, it be hugging her both legs. She lift her nose up when she want that cocaine. I lift my doors up the limo, take propane. After my show, we put holes in the choke. At the door, we take cell phones on photos. When they coming in too much, I can't hold trouble. How that can be trapping in these streets that with the plug for? And all I want is nacho. And all I want is huncho. Pull strings like a banjo. And the kids are piano. To the back door, I can see my foot on the doorknob. Make it back to the gang, that's the whole job. Chop it up and talk about just what we got. Yeah. Waving that Draco, she said she love me, but that's someone never know. Honestly, that's something I really wanna know. Ain't tryna waste my time, it's time to let you go. And get back to that back end on the road. I can't go outside about a hoe. To the money I propose Always rep the gang Gang, gang, gang Shoot up with the gang Always rep the gang Gang, gang, gang Whole lot of gang shit Gang, gang, gang Whole lot of gang shit Gang, gang, gang Always rep the gang, yeah And FYI, I'm not talking about Hove. <laughs> Even though he sold too, but, but I ain't talking about Hove. So follow me. The transaction was announced late last week Wednesday by Hybe America and QC Media Holdings, the label's parent entity. The purchase price was not disclosed. However, it's estimated to be around $300 million. Yeah, QC, Quality Control, is now owned by Scooter Braun and some fucking goons in South Korea. Bruv, yo, listen to this shit right here. 
And I quote, QC is one of the most significant independent labels in the world, Scooter Braun said in a statement to the NYT, the New York Times. And he went on to say the following, they do not only distribute music, but they also distribute culture. Their artists are the voices of their communities. End quote. Quality control is now owned by fucking Hybe. <laughs> right? Hybe now owns the Migos. Hybe now owns Lil Baby. Right? White people and Asians are just buying, bruv. They're just fucking buying. And black people keep on selling. Right? We keep on selling. Black culture is not only funded by white people or by white money. It's also owned by white monopoly capital. So my question to y'all South Africans is, are you motherfuckers marching on the 20th of March? Hmm, what the fuck are we doing? What's the plan? What's the fucking plan? Hey, hey Ukraine, what's the plan? Hey Russia, oh, what's the plan? What's the plan? Volodymyr Zelensky visited the UK last weekend. He's out here asking for jets. Right, he called them wings of peace or some shit like that. Bruh, yo, nah, this war is just going on for too long, bruv. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. And I told you niggas that I am now supporting Russia. Why? Because of Mikhailo Mudrik. He betrayed the fucking arsenal. All facts. What's the plan? What's the plan? Hey, yo, Boris Johnson. <laughs> What's the plan? Like, what, what, what the fuck is Boris doing? What is he doing? Bro, yo, Boris Johnson supports Ukraine joining the EU. I, I mean, wait, what? He pulled up and he said, yeah, yo. Ukraine joining the EU would be good for Ukraine. There's a lot of benefits to Ukraine joining the EU because the EU is good, right? The EU is, is great all of a sudden, right? This fucking guy is a Brexiter. This nigga is the reason why the UK is a fucking mess right now, right? Because they fucking Brexited. They left the EU, and now he's talking about how good the EU is. And now he's talking about, yo, Ukraine gotta join the EU. The EU is dope. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, bruv, yo, yo, Britain is a mess right now. Because they left the block. They left the EU because of this fucking guy. Hey, I got more than enough in my locker Brother, I'm a warrior, I feel like Rocky the moment he got up There's some championships, I just keep on landing I know it ain't just about all the bangs you hit But I'm still here standing, taking on the whole lot while I'm off my rocker But I got more than enough in my locker Kick me on 
the ground and I'll bite your foot We don't know about stop We know about loss after loss It will turn you soft, turn me to a boss A survivor, made a fury Glad that it made me wilder Could the battles they made me wiser Cover my locker in petrol and watch it lighter A product of Niggas in the UK are jobless today because of this fucking guy, right? A few years ago, Boris Johnson sold a dream to the people of the United Kingdom, to Brexit. He told them, yo, the EU is scammy as fuck. Them niggas behave like a fucking cartel. Right? Them niggas are stealing our money. Them niggas are the reason why we ain't prospering in the UK. And niggas were like, well, we, you know, we, we, we are making a lot of money. We are a first world country and we can travel however the fuck we want. Right? We can travel freely. Like a nigga in the UK could easily go to fucking Germany and make a bag over there. Right? A nigga in the UK could easily go to fucking Italia and make a bag over there and then come back home. But now nah, that's impossible. Right? Now that shit right there, bruv, yo, it's fucking mission impossible. All facts. A few years ago, this nigga was talking about how scammy the EU is. Now fast forward to today, he's out here talking about how good the EU is. He's out here fucking encouraging Ukraine to join the EU. Yo, yo, the EU better gobble up Ukraine. To every single person who Brexited, you motherfuckers played yourselves. Right? You made your fucking bed. Now lie in it. Lie in it. Legit, bruv. The world is a fucking mess. Liz Truss is out here attempting to come back. I mean, bruv, the EU, like, oh, what's happening over there, bruv? The fuck are y'all doing? Hmm? The fuck are y'all doing? And of course, of course, pray for my G's in Syria. And pray for Turkey. Legit. Jesus fucking Christ. We have earthquakes now. I mean, I mean, I mean it's a fucking, you know, it's just one thing after the other, bruv. Right? Just, just one thing after the other, bruv. This shit is a movie, bruv. Liz Truss is attempting to come back. Right? She's attempting a comeback by blaming everybody for her failure but herself. Bruh, yo, I'm still asking myself. Like, what the fuck is a mini budget? Like, well, what the fuck is a mini budget? If somebody could explain that shit to me, bruv, right, clearly, perfectly... Right? Like, explain it to me in a way that it makes sense. Break it down in a way that, hey, hey, you know, if I fall to look at it, I'd be like, you know what, bruv, nah. I want that. What the fuck is a mini budget? Bruv, we live in a US-led world. Right? America runs shit. Everything is fucking Americanized. Right? Which means that everything must be supersized. These are facts. Supersize or none. Supersize or none. Bruv, hey, supersize my budget. That's what I say. Supersize my budget. That's what I say. What the fuck is a mini budget? Supersize my shit. Supersize my swag. My swag. Goo for the culture. Of course. Of course. 
bruv, hey, to march or not to march on the 20th of March. Bruv, the Lakers, the Lakers have traded Russell Westbrook. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. And bruv, yo, hey, they got fucking uh, D'Angelo Russell and some fucking dude named uh, Vanderbilt, right? And some fucking nigga by the name of uh, Malik Beasley. right? And by the way, uh, Malik Beasley used to date Lassa Pippen well, for, a couple of, for a couple of weeks or months. Right? He cheated on his wife right, with uh, Lassa Pippen. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife who's now dating Michael Jordan's son. I mean, bro, it's a fucking mess. Right? Now Malik Beasley is going to play for the Lakers. Right, and um, and the Lakers have a a kid by the name of Scotty Pippen Jr. on their roster. Scotty Pippen Jr. is uh, Lassa Pippen's son, and of course, Scotty Pippen's son. And now Malik Beasley is about to be teammates on the Lakers with Scotty Pippen Jr. after he smashed his mom. In 2001. Bruv, the NBA is a soap opera. Hey, hey, to March. <laughs> or not to March. On the 20th of March. The NBA is a fucking soapy, bruv. Hey, John Morant, you ain't gangster. Bruv, hey, to March. Or not to March. Fam, hey, you can't be a gangster. If you are from a happy family, bruv. Here are fool if you think man's pretending I've been round there with my bad boyfriend them I showed man that my shank ain't bending So it's a shame that this teeth ain't ending How many times have I been outside And I left a man's t-shirt drenched in Still got Putin's pending Leave all your bridges trending What do you know about phone line beating Coming like everybody wanna get high today There was no gas on that bando stove So we put that grub in the microwave Give me your drop on the pagans them And I swear I get round there right away Give me your drop on the pagans them And I swear I get round there right away There's rules to this shit bruv all facts. You can't be out here acting like a gangster when your father is there. Your dad is there. Right? You can't be out here playing with guns and talking about cocaine when your papa is there, bruv. Listen, hey, gangster shit, right? Or gangsterism in general is for fatherless kids like myself. Right? And LeBron James. We are the ones who should be out here playing with guns because I ain't never had a dad. I ain't never had a papa. But, bruv, hey, John Morant, your dad, your dad was there. Bruv, both your parents were there for you, bruv. I saw that picture, Ja. Right, we all did. We all saw that picture of a young John Morant. Right, with red hair, rocking leather loafers with, with white shorts. Bruv, hey, where are you on a boat? Are you fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, bruv? Hey, where are you on a fucking yacht? Nigga was out there rocking fucking leather loafers, white shorts, and, and a blue polo. Your dad was out there smiling, right? Rocking, rocking a blue shirt. Your mom was out there smiling, rocking a wig, right? White pants, and, uh... And the blue wife beater? Like, well, what's that? Your sister is out there, you know, looking like your sister. Right? 
rocking a blue t-shirt. Like, bro, hey, what's up with her hair, bro? Hey, who did her hair? Who did her hair? Ja, Ja, you are from a good family, bro. Now, what the fuck is this? Be a gangbanger. Death to all Crips and Bloods. Death to all GDs and BDs. May they all die like King Von. May they all die like Drakeo the Ruler. May they all die like Nipsey Hussle in vain. Now go show what we got. Following a game between the Indiana Pacers and uh, Memphis Grizzlies on Jan 29th in Memphis, Acquaintances of Grizzlies superstar Ja Morant aggressively confronted members of the Pacers traveling party near the team's bus in the loading area of the FedEx Forum. And later, someone in a slow-moving SUV, which Morant was riding in, trained a red laser on them. Bruv, hey, Ja Morant, you ain't gangster. You don't live in Syria. You are out here beaming, niggas, bruv. You are out here red beaming, motherfuckers, bruv. Yo, nigga, you are not in Iraq. Iraq? Hey, bruv, do better, fam. Do better. Do better. You are worth millions. Right? You are worth millions. Do better. What the fuck, bruv? What's going on? On this fucking planet, bruv. What's going on on this year Earth? I mean, bruv, someone is literally trying to sell the fucking Earth. Right? Someone is selling sand from Tom Brady's retirement announcement spot. For fucking... Yo, for 99,900 US diesels. This fucking guy pulled up and bottled up the sand that Tom Brady was standing on. Or sitting on when he made his announcement that, hey, I'm done. I'm retiring. Bruh, we live in a crazy fucking world. Leonardo DiCaprio, 48 years old. Bruh, hey, this nigga is 50. Let's just call it what it is. Leonardo DiCaprio is out here hooking up with a fucking Israeli model, right? A 19-year-old Israeli model by the name of Eden Polani. I mean, it's getting out of hand. Titanic is now 25 years old. This nigga has movies older than his current girlfriend. I mean, bruv, it's getting out of hand, bruv. It's getting out of hand. Right? Bruv, yo, electricity has been gone for like five hours or six hours or some shit, bruv. It's getting out of hand. Too much or not too much on the 20th. South Africa, hey. We are at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Anything else? When I sell music, you made sure that you kill him after he submits his album. His pre-order is up, right? Okay, fine. Now it's time. Hmm? You wanna triple X him? You wanna juice world him? Hmm? Come on. Come on. We're gonna speculate. We're gonna speculate. We've got every right to speculate. We've seen the videos. We're speculating now. We saw gunshots went off and y'all guys didn't look surprised. You can't act surprised.
Y'all didn't look surprised. Y'all looked like y'all expected it. And then you watched Keenan drop to the floor. None of you even checked on him. You ran. All of you. You ran. The only people that checked on anyone were Tibbs's friends. Because those are actual real friends. You guys were just Abakapi. Who were taking someone to their death. You guys are an arbitrary. Is it? Abitoire. Yeah. You can't convince us that you guys sent the super mega, an international, a global superstar, to a club that has been closed for over a month. To reopen this club with less than 24-hour promo, you're promoting it the day before. How does this club have money to book the super mega and not have a reopening or a proper launch or a rollout or anything? Come on, we've been in this business for a long time, dude. We've been in this business for a long time, dude. You're looking at 21-year veterans. We've been in this business before, a.k.a. been in this business, some of us. You understand? You understand? So you're not going to make us understand this. this is not, we're not going to play these fucking games that you guys are playing with the media that you guys control. We control another alternate media. And this is why we built this media. So you motherfuckers can't lie to people. That's why I did that shit. That's why I killed all you mainstream media motherfuckers. You're dead. You're dead. My Instagram stories are bigger than your news. Now, one of those with AKA during his last moments, that's Pilani Guayama, says that AKA was at his happiest on Friday night. Uh, the rapper and his former manager uh, were shot and killed outside uh, that restaurant. And Guayama says AKA had big plans for his music career this year. Just to take you to his last moments, AKA was the happiest person that... That was the happiest I've ever seen, Ukinen in the whole time that I've known him. The way he embraced me when he came through, how he called me earlier in the day and said, Benny, I know you've got a new spot. Let's go check it out. I want to go cut my hair at your place. I keep hearing about the food, about the fish at your place. I want to come eat at your place. Benny, don't worry. Today I'm going to promote your business. I'm going to post your business. That's why, if you look at it, it was all like that. He was there to support all of us. He was there to support Devin. He was so excited about being in Durban. It's not the first time AK has been in Durban. He was so excited about being in Durban, about pushing his birthday, uh, about everything that happened. It's so sad. It's so, so, so sad. The conversations that we were having uh, within this dinner that uh, we were in, the throwbacks, talking about the things that happened in the past, talking about uh, hip-hop and how this new genre Mabian has taken over and what they are doing to bring it back. You know, he was so inspired. He had plans. He had plans on doing a show, a whole show with a choir. He had so many plans that he was going to do, and he was going to do this show here in Deppen, ICC. He was going to do that show, a concert. He called it the Redemption, the Redemption Concert or something along those lines. I'm so, so, so sad. I'm so sad that it happened. I'm so sad that it happened, and I'm even more sad that it happened here. You appear on my timeline, you become a household name. So I've named my uh, suspects. Sasso from Dream Team. Sasso must say something. Say so. Did you give them the say so? Say so? Did you give them the say so? I saw say so walking with Trey. Yeah, clean. And then say so is in the club. You watch the guy get shot in front of you and then you're in the club later. Why? Why? Why are you in the club? Trying to make tributes, trying to make these tribute videos and all this type of shit, trying to make us feel like you guys feel bad? 
You guys don't feel bad. You guys did what you were trying to do. You feel bad about Tibbs. Not about Keenan, though. Now, why do they feel bad about Tibbs? Because Tibbs is the reason why the whole entire plan is going awry. Tibbs is the reason why we've got the footage. Because if Tibbs wasn't shot, right, we wouldn't have gotten the footage from the next door venue, which forced Wish to also give up their footage. So now we've got all the footage thanks to Tibbs getting shot. Tibbs was there to protect Keenan. God sent Tibbs to protect Keenan. Even in his death, he is protected. Do you understand? Because they were trying to kill Keenan, then try to smear him. They were going to use the same people that were with him when Anele lost her life. To try and make it seem like he had something to do with it without him there to speak for himself. Western Cape's homicide best captains already decided that there's no case there to charge. There's no foul play. They found that. You guys had to create the foul play. Shame. Only foul play we see is the foul play of murdering Keenan. We saw the foul play. We saw how Sasso led him out, looked across the street. Okay, Ipin Gabi. Oh, oh, don't design. You saw the Gabi. Oh, yeah, he's on that side. Okay, and the other Gabi, yeah, you're hiding him. Shield him, shield this Ngabi. So they got John Design and this other uh, bouncer from the club shielding the Ngabi so that he can't be seen, so that Keenan feels comfortable. Cool, Keenan is still saying goodbye to his friend. Cool, the Ngabis think to themselves, yo, it's better to kill him here in the streets than in the car. In the car, the bullet... We now return to your regular programming. <laughs> My heroes are either dead or cross-armed Like the Orlando Buccaneers At this lyrical height, we poppin' ears You lucky stars ain't my peers When it gets fishy, my horns rock veneers Sadness with every cheers I broke my back I need dandelion derbies to walk a mile You niggas move funny style Whole swags and rebrow palsy Sausage fest, your men united Every Fergie needs a scalzy I'm young, black and ballsy They said I'm like Japan and Qatar My cojones done crossed the line Sour grapes, you as sweet as wine Your confidant shanked your back like Tyson when he popped his spine I broke my back my pen is Marcus Rashford, backed by Benny in the 18 area. Bullies and terriers, protect your complex when you're feeling inferior. Stop the nonsense like your home barrier. Two X's over your eyes like you ain't a Y chromosome carrier. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, a vertebrae or The cocaine 80s is what my boss party like. I do what I bloody like. Whoa, it's what I caught a body like. I leave the booth bloody like the mass kill bill made. I got the type of energy to get search real paid. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back is broken. What a, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. So you want to take over for Letterman? You want to host Late Show on CBS? Yeah, that's... Well, here's the thing with that, champ. That's short for champion. If you want to be a talk show host, it's better if you're funny. Now, there have been some guys who are not funny. Tom Snyder, David Suskind, Ted Koppel. But funny's better. Now, have you ever had any experience with being funny? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian. 
you're a comedian. I've known you for a week and you haven't made me laugh once. I had no idea you were a comedian. I thought you were a newsman. No, I'm not a newsman. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Jesus. Well, all right. Let's see it. See what? See the funny. Make me laugh. Go. Go? Go. Funny. Three, two, one. I'm go. I'm not that kind of funny. What kind of funny? The kind where you just say go and I'm funny. All right. I think you better leave my office. Jack, Mr. Dole, I, I look, there's different kinds of funny, right? There's different kinds of performers. I'm not that kind of performer. Let me tell you what kind of what you are. You're whatever you have to be to make people laugh. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. You turn it on on a dime. You get that belly moving, son, or you're out. Now tell the truth. You're just scared, like a rookie. You're like some kid at a talent show with a number pinned to your shirt. You got nothing or you would have shown me now. So get out. Thank you. Have a nice day. Fine. Lick, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on this. I don't, uh, this is either a, a, a door or a wall for me, and I, it's either the beginning or the end. I, I don't, I, please. Okay, then. Let's see the funny. Three, two, one, go. Funny. This is it, bud. You want me to start at one and go up? One, two, three, funny. Okay, last chance and then we're really done. Done and done. Let's go, kid. You want the big gig? Let's see it. Make me laugh at the count of three. One, two. It would be nice. It would be nice to, to eat some cereal right now, but... But it's all good, bruv. Like, you know, like, who cares about that right now? You do. Hey, man, like, you know, you got to tame your gut bacteria. You feel me? I get it. You're pregnant, but you got to tame that shit, dude. Tame that beast in you, bruv. You know what I mean? I get it. My kid is a beast. He's a problem. Right? Right? My baby boy is a beast. It's a problem. Do I get it? But you got to tame that beast. Tame that beast. Feel me? Tame that beast. Tame that gut bacteria, bruv. Who's in control? You or the gut bacteria? Look me in the eyes, maggot. Look me in the eyes, maggot. Who's in control? You or the gut bacteria? Right? These are the questions that, that I be asking. You know? All day, every day, I be just asking these questions. You know? I be asking myself. I be asking the world. I be asking my wife. Right, I be asking my neighbors, who's in control? Right, if you live, if you live in like, in China or North Korea, you niggas have a fucking dictator over there, bro. Who's in control? The dictator or he's got bacteria? You gotta ask this shit, bro, because got bacteria don't play. Right, 
That bacteria don't play, bruv. Look at Haiti. They have this fucking lunatic over there, bruv. He's a, he's a leader, right? A leader of a gang. His name is Barbecue. Right? They got a gang called G9 over there, bruv. Right? Barbecue was in charge of a large part of, of Port-au-Prince. Right? But my question is, is Barbecue in charge or is his gut bacteria? In charge Important question bruv Life is fucking crazy fam You know You gotta ask these questions To avoid being being a better fuck Right You gotta be a better fuck Like LeBron James Don't be a better fuck Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar bruv That nigga was pissed You saw him right mm-hmm. You saw him When LeBron hit that uh Hit the 38,388. 38,388. You saw saw how bitter that man was. Right? He's just 7'2". Yo, bruv. 7 feet tall of bitterness. Right? He's a 7'2". Bitter fuck, bruv. It's crazy. Whole swag green. Whole vibe gang green, bruv. Whole vibe fungi. Whole vibe... Pasture, right? He's green with envy, bruv. He's envious. Right of the young bull. The young bull. LeBron. LeBron James. You know, I'm still waiting for LeBron James to get punished by his ancestors. I'm still waiting. The fuck? I'm still waiting because his surname is James. That's not his father's surname. Right? That's his mother's surname. Can't be out here running around with your fucking maternal surname, bruv. The fuck? Right? He gotta kill something. He's African. American. Alright, he's African. Right? Gotta buy some sage. Right? In Bapo. Burn that bay. Burn that bay. Imagine a fucking mansion. <laughs> Smelling like sage. Right? Imagine chilling in a mansion. Imagine chilling in a hundred bedroom house. That smells like Impepo. <laughs> dude, dude, LeBron gotta kill something. A goat, sheep, a cow. Right, bye, bye. Let's keep it a buck. You know, a goat. A goat makes more sense, you know? Because he's the goat. He's the goat, bruv. Your Kareem was tight. He's all Kareem, dude. Dude, Kareem had Kareem had that fucking stank on him. Right? He he had the fucking stank face on him, bruv. Screw face on him, bruv. He looked like how LeBron James looks when he takes a shit. All facts. Right? Like bruh, yo, he had that he had a screw face ting on him, bruv. He was pissed off. He was out there drinking juice for some weird reason, bruv. This nigga's old. Legit. And they gave him one of those, you know, one of those retirement home type juices, bruv. Right? You've seen them, right? They look like like raspberry flavored or some shit, strawberry flavored juice, grape juice or some shit, bruv. He was out there just sipping that bit. Right? Imagine a 7'2". Yo, he's 7 feet tall. He's 7'2", bruv. Imagine a 7'2", man. Sipping juice, looking all the way pissed off, 
rocking a fucking varsity jacket with the word captain on it. <laughs> imagine, imagine a, a 7 to 80 year old rocking a varsity jacket with the word captain because that's his AKA. Right, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a.k.a. The Captain. The Captain of Bitterness. The Captain of Sorrow. The Captain of Losing Records. That's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Captain of Writing Negative Shit About LeBron James. The Captain of Negativity. The Captain of fucking... Of Envy. Right? That's who he is. Don't be like Kareem, bruv. Be like LeBron. Be like the GOAT. The GOAT James, bruv. Right? Do you know what makes LeBron the GOAT? The fact that... Bruv, yo, the thing that makes LeBron the GOAT is the fact that he ain't using his father's surname. That shit right there, bruv, is the reason why he's the GOAT. Because against all ancestral odds, right? LeBron became the greatest basketball player of all time. Bruv, yo, if you are African, you know what I'm talking about, bruv. Our ancestors are bitter as fuck. Our ancestors are just like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Y'all saw how pissed off Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was when he lost that fucking scoring record, bruv. He was pissed off because he's a basketball ancestor. Bruv, ancestors be pissed off as fuck all day or day. Them niggas are never happy. They're never happy, bruv. If you ain't using your father's surname, bruv, them niggas be out here just fucking wreaking havoc on your life. Legit. Everything that happens, every negative thing that happens in your life is because of them niggas, bruv. They be pissed off as fuck. If you get a scar, ancestors, right? If fish oil burns you, ancestors. If you slip and slide and then fall, ancestors are punishing you, bruv. If you break an ankle, break a knee, ancestors. Pissed off. Legit. Right? If you caught COVID-19, ancestors. Yeah, look at my wife. My wife is showing me her arm right now. Right? She was making a hash brown a couple of days ago. Right? And then she mixed the fucking oil with the water. Right? A little bit, a little bit of water started dancing with the fucking oil in the pan. And then, you know, an explosion happened. Right then, splitty splat, splitty, splitty, splitty splat. Right, splitty splat. Right, the fucking oil jumped out the pan and landed on her beautiful arm. Look at her forearm. She's looking at it. She's inspecting her arm because her skin looks funny, bruv. I'm scared of touching that shit. I ain't touching that. I ain't touching that, bruv. Yo, my love is conditional. Don't get burnt. Right? If you want some of this good loving, don't get burned. Simple as that. That's just, that's just me. Okay, bruv? I have... Listen, I'm strict with minds. I'm strict with my heart. Right? Some fucking daddy back in the days was like, Hey, yo, Maui, protect your heart. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. So my heart is surrounded by stop nonsense. Right? And fucking razor fences, bruv. That's just me. That's just what I do. Don't get burned. If you want this good loving, don't get burned. Bruv, I don't fuck with burned victims. Nah, I don't fuck with burned victims. That's just me, though. Don't become a burnt victim. Right? Niggas be out here getting burned thinking that, yo, my wheels still love me. Nigga, nah. 
I switch up straight up. I switch up all day or day. Right? My wife is out here nursing herself, bruv. Right? She's looking at me like, hey, yo, how you gonna, how you gonna apply some Vaseline on me? I'm like, nigga, nah, I ain't touching them scars, nigga. Massage yourself. <laughs> I'm a savage. All facts, bruv. Bruv, yo, I'm as savage as my ancestors, bruv. That's just me, though. Right? I'm a savage. My wife is a burn victim. <laughs> right? She's out here looking like... She's out here looking like she was there. In Boxburg. When that fucking oil tanker or fucking gasoline tanker blew up. She lo- yo, bruv, she's out here looking mad crazy. I'm like, nigga, I, I ain't nursing your scars. Right? And bruv, yo, listen, my wife is pregnant. You'd think, bruv, you'd imagine. You'd imagine. Yo, bruv, you'd imagine that that I would be out here, right, just just applying my fucking TLC abilities on her, bruv. Right? Just showing off my TLC skills. Right? Tender love and what? Nigga, nah, I don't care at all, my nigga. I'm like, yo, cook over there. <laughs> I'm like, yo, take care of yourself over there. Right? Just joking, of course. But am I? Am I in charge? Huh? Or is my gut bacteria in charge, bruv? Am I? Am I Am I joking or not? Am I here or am I, you know, just floaty-woaty about? Who the fuck am I, bruv? Sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I go, Yo, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you, bruv? Yo, I know who I bees. Right? I'm Maui Mao, and listen, I'm not a hater. I'm not bitter like my fucking ancestors. These motherfuckers are bitter, bruv. Out here burning my wife. Right? My back is itchy, ancestors. They pissed off. Every little thing that happens, every little negative thing that happens in your life, bruv, is because of your ancestors. Change your name. Right? If you don't know who your father is, like LeBron James, how about, hey, bruv, 23 and me. How about that? Right? Hit up fucking Lancet. DNA that be. DNA that be. <laughs> right? Legit, bruv. Pull up over there, bruv, and play with your fucking hemoglobin. Take your talents to the fucking mountains. Chop off your fucking foreskin. Fry that shit. Eat it up. Gobble it up. Play with science. Play with your plasma. Right? Play with your fucking ejaculate. Bro, yo, listen, I'm all about science, bruv. Legit, I'm like Bill Nye, the Tontoni guy, bruv. That's just me. Right? Bill Nye, the Sny guy. That's me. <laughs> right? Bill Nye, the Telela spy guy. That's me, bruv. That's me. I'm all about the fucking sciences. I'm all about dinosaurs. Evolution. Who gives a fuck about the Bible? The, the, the bruv, yo, niggas, priests in the United Kingdom are all you talking about gender neutral Bibles? Like, wait, what? Niggas are talking about a gender neutral God. Bruh, yo, the blasphemy. That shit right there is sacrilegious, bruv. The fucking blasphemy. How dare they, bruv? Fam, yo, am I Catholic maybe a Jace? Sorta kinda, nah? 
Hey, what am I? I don't know. Am I Muslim? Maybe, but no. What do I believe in? I'm secular, like India. But are they really? Because all those motherfuckers are Hindu. Right? And if you ain't Hindu in India, bruv, yo, it gets a bit uncomfortable. Right? If you are Muslim in India, it gets a little bit uncomfortable. Whose fault is that? Vishnu? Krishna? Bruv, yo, hey, I don't know. Right? All I know is them niggas claim to be secular. They be like, nah, we don't fuck. Nah, nah, we don't fuck with the gosh shit. But they have a billion gods. Which one is it? Which one is it, bruv? If you are Muslim, it gets, it, gets, it gets funny a little bit. Right? It gets funny a little bit. That's all I'm saying, bruv. I'm secular. What the fuck am I, bruv? Niggas in the UK are talking about a gender-neutral God. Motherfuckers pulled up and said, God is neither male or female. And I was like, y'all are right, but how dare you? You, hey, you niggas are right, but how dare y'all? Because God is three motherfuckers, right? God is a group. God is the Migos have been saying this shit. Right, well, God is God is God because the Migos is, you know, them niggas have broken up. <sighs> R.I.P. to uh, Rocket Man, Spaceman, right? Neil Armstrong. What's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Takeoff. Right, I almost said Elon Musk. I almost said R.I.P. SpaceX. R.I.P. Blue Origin. Right, is he Jeff Bezos? Right, like, like R.I.P. R.I.P. guy. <laughs> hey, R.I.P. Ice Cream Spaceman logo. <laughs> R.I.P. Jet Fuel. R.I.P. Jet Engine, bruv, yo, I'm sorry. I'm a jest, I'm sorry. Right? This is how I deal with grief. Right? When somebody dies, I, I make fun of everything, bruv. Right? I diss them. Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. I'm definitely going to hell at this rate. Right? I'm literally recording this live from the gates of hell. Right? Mama said, Mama said, don't speak ill of the dead, Maui. I did not listen. Mama said, Mama, don't, don't speak, don't speak ill of the dead, but here I am. So rest in peace to take off. I'm sorry. Right? He's hip hop's angel, bruv. He's fucking hip hop's angel. I prayed that boy. I prayed that boy. I'd be like, I'll be my prayer, that boy. Right? He took off for real. Right? Hip hop hooray. Sorry. Jesus fucking Christ. Why can't I be serious? I'm sorry. This shit, right? Yo, listen, bruv. Yo, I'm trying to... Yo, I'm trying to save myself. Right? I'm trying to save my soul. I'm trying to preserve a little bit of goodness so that... So that Allah can just, you know, open up to me, bruv. Right? So that Allah can introduce me to those 72 versions in heaven. <laughs> like Osama Bin Laden. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. R.I.P. guy. R.I.P. take off. My question is, what the fuck? What the fuck was Quavo and Offset doing? Huh? Behind the scenes, BTS. What were they doing? BTS. Huh? What were... Hey, bruv. What were they doing, bruv? 
Fam, yo, they had Cardi B playing Raph. She was playing Raph Re out there going, hey, you niggas, you niggas, both of y'all are wrong. Right? Bruv, hey, you know shit has hit the fan when Cardi B is the voice of reason. You've heard her voice. She has one of the most annoying voices in the world. One of the most annoying voices of all time. And bro, yo, she was the voice of reason out there breaking up offset and Quavius. Hey, hey, you niggas. The fuck are you niggas doing? Both of you niggas is wrong. You're wrong. Right? Evidently, something happened to Cardi B when she was four years old. Right? Ain't that what they say? Huh? These fucking psychologists, they be like, yo, if you have a voice like that at the age of 35, right? If you sound like a two-year-old as a 32-year-old, then something happened to you when you were two years old. Right? So evidently, bruv, yo, there's some fucking arrested development over there, bruv. Something happened to her. She grew up in the Bronx. You niggies. <laughs> You niggas crazy, you niggas. You niggas, no. Y'all should be bad and bougie, but y'all are not doing that. Bodak Yellow. He's dead. He's not Bodak Yellow in the casket. Rigor Mortis is taken over. He's gone. You're the brothers. She sounds like that. Right or something like that. Right? Hey, listen, hey. Hey, rest in peace to take off, hey. Rest in peace. God damn it, bro. Next thing you know, Jay Prince pulls up. Right? Next thing you know, I get shot. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, how about you? Yo, next thing you know, I'm that fucking 50 Cent meme. Right? When, when he was addressing Floyd Mayweather, like, oh, what, what did I do? Like, what the? What? Right? You know that meme where 50's rocking a white t-shirt, acting all sleepy? Acting like he just woke up, like yo, what did I do? Whoa, 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 what happened? Whoa, whoa, why, why are you taking shots at me? Why, why, why you? Why, why do you want to kill me? Why, what did I do? Next thing you know, I'm a fucking meme, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Next thing you know, bro, R.I.P. Them boys, them fucking Catholic boys, right? I guess, right? Them niggas, them fucking praying ass niggas, them fucking ecclesiastical niggas in the UK, they trying to, they trying to flip, bruh, they trying to flip the Bible PC, and bruv, yo, if you know anything about the Bible, you know the Bible is not PC. If you know anything about the Bible, you know that the Bible is the furthest thing from PC culture, right? There's nothing, bruv, there's nothing PC about the Bible. Number one, they don't fuck with gay people. <laughs> bruh, imagine a gender neutral, right? Homophobic piece of literature. That's a, that's a paradox. These niggas want to rewrite the Bible. And, and represent God, <laughs> right? And reintroduce God to the world. As a gender-neutral God. A gender-neutral icon. Bruv, God is not Prince. Okay? <laughs> God. God. God is not Harry Styles. What are y'all doing? Hey, bruv. Harry Styles pulled up to the fucking Grammys looking like a chick. Listen, it's all good. This nigga has a handbag. I mean, hey. Harry Styles 
has a handbag. Right? A tiny ass handbag. Right? Listen, bro, I get it. I've seen men walk around with fucking Birkins and, you know, and other, you know, fancy feminine handbags. But, but, bro, if I see a dude walking around with a Birkin, I just, I just chalk it up to the game. And the game being Virgil Abloh, right? He's the game because all these niggas are trying to be, you know, Virgil Abloh. He's the game. So, bro, I get it. I just go, hey, you, you, you got influenced, right? You got influenced. I charge it to the game. You saw Bonang Mateba with it, and you were like, hey, I want it too. You saw that bag on Real Housewives of fucking Kebeha, and you were like, I want that too. Right? You saw that on the Real Housewives of GQ, and you were like, hey, I'm finna be stylish. You saw that shit on the Devil Wears Prada, and you were like, hey, I wanna be the devil. God damn it, I'm going to hell. God damn it, I'm going to hell. Fuck, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Right? If I see a dude with a Birkin, I go, hey, you got influenced by Drake. Drake is out here collecting Birkins. He's not going to get married. That's not, that's not going to happen. Drake is a thotty. That's what it does. He belongs to the streets. Right? You saw the fucking message he sent to LeBron. I mean, bro, Drake is, is always surrounded by fake asses. That's just him. Right? You saw that shit, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm in Akron. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm in my... You saw... Is it funny? Yeah, you saw that shit, though, right? He's always surrounded by BBLs. Right? Check BBM. Your girl is chatting with Drake because she got a BBL. There's what it is. That's just how it works. Those are the rules of the game. The rules of engagement. Right? If she ain't got a BBL, she ain't chatting with Drake on BBM. If she ain't got a BBL, bruv, she ain't chatting with Drake in his fucking Mercedes and BM. Nah, it don't work like that. If she ain't got a BBL, bruv, she's not in the future. She's basically IBM. Ooh, she's not Apple. Right? She's IBM. She needs a BBL in order for Drake to hit her up on BBM. There's what it is. That's how it works. Right? Where's BBM? Where's Blackberry? But I, I, I worry about Blackberry. Like, once in a while, you know, I just be thinking about Blackberry. Like, what happened? What went wrong? Right? Nokia, I get it. Them niggas were fucking arrogant. Right? They're fucking Finnish at the end of the day. I mean, I mean, what do you expect? Right? But the ball and the man, but the feel like how we first were, we got it like that. Right? Hey. Nokia, I get it. When Apple pulled up, they were like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. There's a reason why we are us. It's not going to work. And, and Stevie, Stevie was like, nigga, what? Stevie was like, yo, cancer, hold my beer. Nigga, what? Nigga, what? And then Stevie just started shooting from the fucking logo. Right? Rocking Birkenstocks. Have you ever, bro, have you ever seen a nigga shoot from the fucking logo rocking Birkenstocks with fucking cancer coughing up a storm? Have you ever seen that shit, bruv? My man, my man was in fucking remission. <laughs> okay, shooting from the logo. Chemoed up. Chemoed up. I can tell neck, aka turtleneck. Have you ever seen such? Bruh, yo, I have. I've seen such. 
right, a couple of years ago. Elizabeth Holmes. Remember that? Hey, bruv, hey, that's neither here nor there. A couple of people lost their blood, but who doesn't, right? Who doesn't lose their blood in this shit, bruv? Blood, sweat, and tears are a real thing. A lot of people lost their blood to Theranos, right? And then these fucking bozos started crying. Oh, they started crying foul. Oh, it's not real. They don't have the machine. They ain't got it like that. Fucking snitches, bruv. Snitches got stitches. Okay? Snitches, fucking snitches get stitches. Hey, Ghana. Ghana, they come. Hey, they're coming for you. Snitches get stitches. You snitching on why? Yo, YSL? How dare you snitch on fucking Eve Saint Laurent? Snitches get stitches. And that's all they do over there at YSL. All they do is stitch shit up. They make bags. They make shoes. Bruh, back to the bags. God damn it. I saw Harry Styles with a handbag. And I was like, Harry, that's a handbag. <laughs> okay? Okay? A f- Dude, a Birkin bag is cool. If a nigga pulls up with a handbag... Yo, if a nigga pulls up with a Birkin bag, I'd be like, hey, that's a handbag, but is it really? Right? It's a f- Yo, a Birkin is a statement piece. You feel me? Would I walk around with a Birkin? No. I wouldn't. Right? But would I? Yes, I would. You see that? You see that? That's what... Yo, that's the Birkin bag in a nutshell. Right? If a nigga pulls up and says, Hey, yo, Maui, here's a Birkin. I'd be like, ah. Right? And then after a few minutes, I'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. You see that? Bruv, yo, only the Birkin bag can do that to a man. Right? Only a Birkin bag can do that to a man. You feel me, bruv? But the other handbags, they look like handbags. So if you pull up with a Gucci handbag, I'd be like, bruh, what's going on? If a nigga pulls up on me and says, hey, Maui, here's a Gucci handbag, I'd be like, nigga, nah, don't fuck with snakes anyway. Right? I don't fuck with snakes anyway. Yeah, keep that bag. I'm cool. You feel me, bruv? I don't fuck. Hey, don't fuck with snakes anyway. Keep that bag. Right? Or I'll take it and just, you know, and give it to, right, to somebody. Not my wife. My wife doesn't fuck with shit like that. My wife is classy. Right? She's into, you know, inconspicuous shit, right? Low-key shit. A Birkin? Yeah, I'd give it to my wife. A Kelly? Of course. But these loud-ass Gucci bags, nah, it's like, right? She would look at me like Maui, like, you know, am I a billboard? Do I look like a fucking billboard to you, bruv? Huh? Do I belong on the fucking highway? Is that how you see me, Maui? I'm a billboard. I'd be like, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm sorry. That's what I'm sorry for. This is what it is, though, right? That's just how it is. He pulled up to the Grammys with a handbag in hand. Bruv, yo, Beyonce was confused. Taylor Swift was like, what happened? (laughs) Right? Y'all saw the video of Taylor Swift and and Harry Styles hugging. Everybody was going crazy on social media. Oh my God, this moment is so sweet. Their exes, oh my God. They shed a moment and everybody was just praising them. Oh, right on, incredible. 
Right? They're so grown up about this. They're so grown up about this. They have a past, but but evidently they're cool. Right? Some people are like, oh, maybe, maybe, just maybe they'll get back together. And I was like, nigga, nah, Taylor Swift is looking at this nigga like, bruh, hey, why you, why you acting like a bitch? <laughs> Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is confused. Bruh, I think my balls just vibrated. I just felt my balls vibrate. Oh, God, that's just something, what, what was that? <laughs> And Harry Styles were to get back together. Taylor Swift would be the fucking man in that relationship, right? Her balls be out there vibrating. She'd be like, "Hey, why am I? Hey, hey, Harry, Harry, right?" And this fucking guy would pull up on some high, hi, what's, what's going on, darling? Right? And Taylor be like, "My balls are vibrating," right? And Harry Styles would be like, "What?" Watermelon, you want water? No, hey, my ball, my balls vibrating. Wait, what, 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 what do you mean? Hey, bitch, I'm the man here, right? Hey, 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 Harry, Harry, hey, Harry, hey, darling, hey, darling, what's going on, mate? Hey, <laughs> what's going on, darling? You want some tea, crumpets, and watermelon? Want that watermelon sugar? No, 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 no. Balls vibrating. That's Taylor Swift, right? Even her fucking voice would change. On some boy, hey boy, hey boy, balls vibrating. What you gonna do about him? Right? What you gonna do about him? <laughs> Bruv, hey, I say all of that to say. I say all of that to say. The UK is blasphemous, okay? And Harry Styles is the fucking embodiment of the blasphemy that's happening in the United Kingdom, bruv. He's the embodiment of that shit, bruv. Look at him. Look at him. Yo, bruv, yo Harry Styles is an abomination, <laughs> okay, bruv? <laughs> okay? He's an abomination. He's all, yeah, he, yo, dude, Harry Styles is embarrassing Arsenal Football Club. Is he a fan? I don't think so. But he's embarrassing Arsenal nonetheless. Right? He's embarrassing Ian Wright. He's embarrassing David Beckham. It's silly, bruv. This is why, bruv, Harry Styles is the reason why the church in the United Kingdom wants to flip God into a gender-neutral bitch. Bruv, wait, what? I was like, nigga, nah, do I support it? No. No, I don't. But do I support the LGBTQI, you know? Uh, yes, I do. Right? I support everybody. I love everybody. But come on, bruv. Right? Are they right? Yes. Yes. Right? God is a group, as I said at the top of this fucking rant. I always go on tangents, always. Right? I always, I always go on tangents. I have ADHD. Can you blame me? I worship the devil. Can you blame me? God damn it, I'm going to hell. I don't worship the devil. I'm just joking. Nor do I worship God. I really don't know who I am. I'm basically one of the cast members of a 
of Big Brother Titans. Right, them niggas don't know who they are. You know, Big Brother's like, yo, write a song about yourself. Niggas were like, I don't know who I am. Because I look like everybody else. I don't know who I am because my style is influenced by Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> okay? Oh, hey, Big Brother, I don't know who I am. Look at me, I look like Travis Scott. I don't know who I am. Right? I don't know who I am. I bought this shirt because of Kid Cudi. I got this hairstyle because of LeBron James. I don't know who I am. Right? I look scruffy because of Kevin Durant. Right? I look like an aging superstar who doesn't have a family. That's how I look. I don't know who I am. Right? That's just, bruh, hey, that's just how it is, bruh. Who the fuck am I, bruv? My whole swag is influenced by, I don't know, Ali G? <laughs> Who am I? Like, what is... Am I Bob Marley? Yo, I'm influenced by Bob Marley. As you can hear, I'm very conscious. I am conscious. Am I talking about, you know, emancipate yourself from mental slavery? <laughs> Nigga, yo, Bob Marley. Yo, when he said that, I'm pretty sure he thought, yo, I said something there, right? <laughs> he thought... <laughs> He said something Pop money Emancipate yourself From mental slave Like nigga relax You are you fucking The whole of Jamaica You a daddy Take it easy Right Man man I repeat Pop money shit <laughs> Right <laughs> Right Are they Yo Are these niggas right They right Right They are right Right, God is a group. It's Jesus, his father, and the Holy Ghost, aka Spirit. Right? AKA Umoya. Uzozumoya. Right? AKA Squatter Camp. It's God. Well, God. Oh, Jesus, sorry. Right? Jesus is God and God is Jesus, right? They're a group. Jesus, his father, and Squatter Camp. That's God. Right? Right? Jesus, his father and flabber. Jesus, his father, slicker. Jesus, his father, sugar. Tukiri. Ah, smacks. There's what it is. Right? Dynamite, deep proof, and ton ton. There's what it is. All I'm saying is. All I'm saying is. It's fucking blasphemous. Okay? God is. God is gender neutral. But, bro, that shit don't belong in the Bible. In the Bible, we must address God as he. Right? Because he is him. Right? Who is he? Hey, he is him. Who's him, Messi? Who's him, Maradona? Who's him, Pele? Who's him, LeBron James? Right? And then, you know, people like Michael Jordan and fucking, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo. They can have the fucking breadcrumbs. Right? They can have the fucking breadcrumbs of greatness. There's what it is, bruv. Right? God is him. Right? He's him. He's fucking him, bruv. Right? He's him. Now, what the fuck? Yo, you niggas, you niggas wanna change his hymns? Huh? God is him. You niggas wanna change his hymns. Yo, yo, are y'all gonna address God? Niggas gonna be out the silent night. 
God, they said, what nigga, what? them they brought nope it's not gonna work okay god got me sharia he's him legit niggas gonna be out here flipping hymns who's the lion of judah who who's the lion of judah they are the lion <laughs> no he's the lion he's him the J bruv is silly, bruv, it's silly. Right? Oh happy day. Oh happy day. Oh happy day, right? Right? When they walk, nigga, what? When they walk, nah, when they walk, nigga, nah. No. He's him. That's all I gotta say, bruv. I don't even know church songs. What the fuck do you niggas sing at church? Huh? What, what, what do y'all sing? Like, what, what, what? What, what, what? Like, hey, what the fuck, what, what? Like, what's going on at church? What's the latest? Do you guys have a magazine, a website? Huh? Bruv, I'd like to read the latest version of the Bible. Who's updating that shit? Apple? Oh, what's going on? I'd like to know what's happening, bruv, in the church business. Who's running shit, right? Who are the new prophets? Who's updating the Bibles, bruv? What's happening? Who's writing the new songs? Huh? Who's writing the new bangers? Bruv, hey, who's Christianity's Tyler the Creator? Frank Ocean. Huh? Who's writing, bruv, who's writing the new bangers? Who's that fucking soldier boy? Tell him. Who? It's insane, bruv. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, God is him. Right? God is him, bruv. We ain't changing that shit. You feel me? We are going to address this fucking entity, this group. Right? As one dude. Legit. It's just easier that way, bruv. It's much more convenient. Than saying, oh, they're up there, you know, right? God is just, you know, they're just chilling up there, right? Hanging out, right? Like, bruv, hey, hey, God, listen, we need to treat God like Lady Antebellum, okay? Or Destiny's Child, singular, right? Just one person, Lady Antebellum, hey, just one fucking lady, Right? Destiny's child is just one child. Right? They didn't come together. Beyonce and them didn't pull up and say, oh yeah, we are Destiny's children. No. Right? Evidently, she was Destiny's child. She's like, yo, listen, the other two, nah. Me? Yeah. Right? I'm Destiny's child. The other girls, they just, you know, they're just here to fucking assist me. They're my fucking stepping stones. Right? To me achieving my goals. To me, to me, achieving and, and living out my destiny. You feel me? Right? Destiny's Child was a group. The Migos is a group. But nah, the Migos? Nah, they, nah. It's plural. Right? That shit should be the Migo done. Keep it at that. 
right? Or just amigo, just just one guy, right? Three guys, one guy. A j i b r o v right? Move like the fucking Power Rangers, <laughs> right? Megazord, your swag. That's what I'm saying. Megazord is one entity made up of multiple entities. You see that, bro? Right? Right? Apple. Apple is a company, but you don't say apples because it hires hundreds of thousands of people. No, you say apple singular. Plurality is is fucking malignant in nature, bro. God is him, not they, not them. Right? God is Him. It's just easier that way, right? And by the way, I support the LGBTQIQ plus community. Where is this two Qs in there now? Hey, I support them niggas. But bro, we can't, yo, we can't PC out Earth, then, bro. The Bible is not PC. The Bible is savage. The Bible is fucking prejudice as a motherfucker. They use the Bible to oppress niggas, right? Now all of a sudden the Bible is is PC. Now all of a sudden the Bible is like a fucking yo. It's like a CNN script, nigga. Nah. Who are the new prophets? Who's writing, right? These new updated versions of the Bible, bruv. Who's writing them bitches? It's crazy. And does he work for CNN? Which one is it, bro? Yo, how about how about let's get some more writers from Fox News, right? Because that's what the Bible is. The Bible is Fox News. You feel me? You can't flip the script and then hand the fucking Bible over to AOC, nigga. No, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that, right? Don't squat up the Bible, <laughs> okay? Keep it, keep it, Tucker Carlson. How about that? Keep it, Tucker. Keep the Bible, Tucker Carlson. Keep the Bible, Donald Trump. Keep the Bible, MAGA, because that's what the Bible is. The Bible is MAGA. Legit. The Bible doesn't give a fuck about how fucking progressive you are, right? The Bible doesn't know anything about about gay rights. Legit. These are all fucking facts, bro. Right? The Bible, the Bible is all maggot out. Legit. The Bible is pro-life. That's what the Bible is. That's what the Bible is all about. Right? The Bible supports the Confederacy. The Bible supports the apartheid regime in South Africa. The Bible stands with Jan van Riebeck because I'm pretty sure, right? His fucking forefathers wrote the Bible. That's what the Bible is all about. The Bible is all about white supremacy, bro. God is him, and he is white. He's white, <laughs> bro. Keep the Bible white. That's my point. That's all I gotta say. Keep it white, because that's what the Bible is. Niggas be out here going, "Oh, oh, God was Arabic, nigga. What? Oh, oh, God looked looked Middle Eastern, right? He he had a darker tone. He was a bit dark skinned. He had melanin. His melanin was popping, nigga. Yo, God wasn't Barack Obama, my nigga. 
Okay? Oh, God was mixed race. Nigga, nigga, nah. God wasn't Drake. Right? God wasn't J. Cole. The Jeb bruv. God was a white dude. Right? Who listens to Led Zeppelin? That's what it's all about. Keep the Bible white. Because God is him and he is white. Jed. God damn it, brother. Am I going to hell? Huh? Is this it? Is this the final nail in the coffin? Huh? Is this it? Am I, am I, am I destined for hell? Am I destiny's child? And of course, my destiny is hell. Huh? My destiny is hellish in nature. Is that where I'm going, bruv? Bruv, sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I go, bruv, yo, look at, look at the fucking road. You are going down, bruv. Look at this path you are on. You are on the wrong path, Maui. Right? You are the friend that 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 your friend's parents warn them about. Right? You are the wrong friend that every single parent warns their child about. That's me. Legit, bruv. Because my energy is fiery in nature. It's hellish in nature, god damn it. I, I need I need to read a fucking Bible verse. No no. Do you have a Bible verse? Please please Google one for me. Any Bible verse? Anything? Just say Bible verse. I'd like to read a passage from it, please. Please I I I'm sorry to to all my listeners, right, who who are who are staunch believers in, in our line. I'm sorry. My wife just, just googled a Bible verse for me. Uh. It's Isaiah 41. 10. What does that mean? Is it verse 1? Is it chapter 10? Verse 10? Is it chapter... What is it? Chapter 41? Verse 10? What, what, what do these numbers mean? 41, 10? Like what time is that? Like, what, what do you call that? Is it 10 past 22? <laughs> like, is, is that what it is? Like, like what, what does that mean? 41, 10. And, bro, listen, I grew up in the church. Don't even know what these things mean anymore. All I know, get your was 7, 7. That's all we had. So Isaiah 41, 10. That's the time. And that quote. Fuck. So... Do not fear, for I am with you. You see that? See that? The church wants to get rid of the I. They want to flip the I into we. Right? Because if they, if they remove the fucking singularity, right? And introduce the plurality, then I flips into we. And me flips into us. That's a problem. Niggas say, yo, God is a group. We get it. But God is he. And he is him. And him is white. <laughs> okay? Let me continue with this bullshit. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, God. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still repenting. And I'm sorry. <sighs> so do not fear. For I, no, sorry, for we are with you. 
Do not be dismayed. Lord knows. Lord knows. I, I stays. I stays dismayed. I stays. I stays dismayed. Do not be dismayed. I won't. For I, sorry, for we, your God. <laughs> no, it's for, for I am your God. So it's for we are your God. End quote. End quote. Like, I, I hope, I hope that's going to be enough to get me through the gates of, of heaven. I almost said hell, but heaven. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. What is this 5 plus 3? Cool. Proverbs 5 plus 3. Trust in the Lord. I'll try. With all your heart. I'm only operating at half capacity, but it's all good. Uh, and lean not on your own understanding. Then who am I? If I don't lean on my own understanding, then who... Am I just a shell? Am I? Do I have a brain? The Bible. You hear that, bro? This is in the Bible. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 reads, Trust in the Lord. I'll try. With all your heart. I ain't got it all. Right? I ain't got it all this morning. I, do, I didn't wake up like this. Right? And lean not on your own understanding. The Bible basically says, don't think. Don't lean on your own understanding. I won't. I have officially been brainwashed. The Bible has done it officially, guys. I have officially been brainwashed. God basically said to me, Maui, don't think for yourself. Let me do all the thinking. Oh my God. This is why Kirk Franklin is like this. Right? He doesn't think for himself. God thinks for Kirk. Right? God thinks for Kirk. Kirk doesn't lean on his own understanding. God understands for Kirk. Bruh, I'm Kirk. Right? I am him and he is me. And me is God and God is white. Oh my God, am I Uncle Ruckus? The Bible has officially done it. Yo, put all these niggas in prison. I'm white. I'm, I'm white. Because God understands for me, which means God is me. And I am him. And he is we. Because he's a group. Oh, they are a group. I am just watching the group. Understand things for me. I don't need to think for myself. Because I have three entities thinking for me. I am them and they are me. And they are white. I'm white. That's the equation. I, yo, I support the Arviobia. I'm moving to Aranya. I'm white. There you go. This is how this is how people get brainwashed. Yo, the Bible, it took 
the Bible 31 years. I only read a couple of verses, a couple of words, easy. A couple of, and look at me. I'm a changed man, I believe. I no longer believe in Oskido and everything that Russia is doing to Ukraine is right. Right? Because the Orthodox Church runs Russia, right? Who backs the Orthodox Church? Huh? Not money. Not money. No, money doesn't back those niggas. Money doesn't keep them afloat. Oil money doesn't keep them afloat. God does. Right? God does. God. Dude, I can't believe it. I'm a white dude. I'm a, I'm a 31 year. I'm, t- I'm turning 31. Right? This year. I'm a 31-year-old white male man from Africa, right? They ain't believe in me, but God did, and he is him, and he is white. I am white. Don't lean on your own understanding. Bruv, why are you leaning on your own understanding? You're not complicating the fucking equation. The math is simple. The Bible, the Bible has simplified everything, bruv. You ain't got to think. Look at Einstein. He wasn't thinking at all. God was thinking on behalf of Einstein. Hence, Einstein was, are you breaking down the laws of physics? Breaking down the laws of the universe. Look at Einstein. White man. Ashkenazi. Ashkenazi Jew. God fucking damn it. I'm a white Ashkenazi Jewish man. Wow, I'm, I'm just learning a lot about myself. Earlier on in this episode, I was asking, who am I? I was a blank slate. And God was like, I know who you bees in the block. I know who you bees in the block. You bees in the trap. And you bees white in the trap. Which means you don't, <laughs> bees belong in the trap. <laughs> I don't bees belong in the trap because I bees white. White people don't bees belong in the trap, <laughs> right? Them bees don't bees belong buzzing in the trap. They don't, right? I bees, I bees in the burb. Well, I bees belong in the burb. I belong bees in the burb. My bees knees belongs in the burb, right? That's why I'm I'm a white man. Uh and my new name is is Jakub. Jakub van der Mieve. That's my new name. And uh, and my papa uh owns a farm. I'm a white man and I'm privileged. Uh my uncle runs Absa. My uh, my my aunt runs South Africa. My granny is the queen of Stellenbosch. <laughs> I'm a white. I'm a white South African man. Right? My favorite part of the South African anthem, the national anthem, is huh, Andy Blowfun. Andy Blowfun. That's me. Right? My name is Jakub. Andy Blowfun Demiev. <laughs> That's me. I'm a, I'm a white dude. Right? Even my wife agrees. She's not. Why aren't you agreeing? In my head, she agrees. You know why? Because evidently, this version of her is leaning 
on its own understanding. And evidently, her own understanding is wrong. Right? God's understanding is the right understanding. So God has understood on her behalf. Hey, you agree. Right? She's, she's, you know, she's shaking her head. But, but God is agreeing. Which means God is right. God overrides our understanding because we understand things wrong. What's one plus one? I say two. God says six. He's right. I'm wrong. Well, they're right. I'm wrong. It's a six. <laughs> right? It's a six. I believe. All I got to say to y'all is, you know, hit up your local church. Right? Buy a couple of Bibles. You feel me? And I agree with gender neutral Bibles because God is a group. And that group gets it. That group understands the world. Right? That group understands the vibe. That group be out here just breaking down lyrics. Do y'all remember when Jay-Z said, triple entendre, don't even ask me how? I'm not going to ask him how. You know why? Because he's Jay. <laughs> Jehovah, he's God. He understands everything. What? How dare? How dare I? How dare I question Jehovah? Jehovah, bro. Yo, when Beyonce pulled up saying he cheated, and I was like, as he should. How do you think Jesus was made? As he, as he should. Jehovah, how dare you question his understanding? He's a dude, Jehovah has too much on his plate. He's out there understanding his own shit, and on top of that, he's out here understanding me and you. Because we are him and he is us. Well, huh, huh, how dare I? Jehovah is three people, right? He's Jay Z. Right? He's S. Dot Carter. Huh? You see that? And on top of that, he's Jehovah. Jay Z, S. Dot Carter, Jehovah. The Holy Trinity. He understands so that you ain't gotta do the heavy lifting, so that you don't have to. Right? Do y'all remember his verse? Jay Z said, Jay Z said, Jay Z said, I did all that. So that you ain't gotta go through all that. Bah. Bah. He. Oh my God. Oh my. He did all of that for you. He died for your sins. He walked so that you can fly. Jehovah. Right? Triple entendre. Don't even ask him. Don't dare ask him how. Because he is him. Right? He is him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky.
It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. Weird times. Global weirding. This is a country that is falling apart day by day. We wanted a move from one area of the capital, Port-au-Prince, to another, crossing two rival gang territories. Sky News contacts insisted we had a police escort. Machine guns ready, they cleared a way through. It is that bad. The officers were wary. Ten policemen were killed here in the last week. Haiti has been bad for years, but this is a new development. There is now no elected controlling authority at all. Some countries are actively considering sending in foreign soldiers to impose order. Port-au-Prince is a seething mass of desperate people. 60% of the city is under gang control. There are over 100 groups, and that is who the international force would face. After weeks of negotiation, we were guided by a motorcycle rider into the heart of one of the most notorious gang-controlled areas. We came to meet a man known to everyone as Barbecue. He says sending in foreign forces would be a disaster. Jimmy Chirizier is a former policeman. He's under sanctions from the UK for his actions here. But he does remain one of the most powerful people in Haiti today and he doesn't like being interrupted. Constantly escorted by machine gun toting guards, he told me the threat of an organized hit on him is permanent. He has survived four attempts already. The square sky blue, sir. The blue building, yeah. The blue building, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we copy now with you. Barbecue is the leader of one of a collective of gangs called the G9. They are very powerful, but not powerful enough to take on the other 91 gangs. Yeah. 
faut que je ne mange pas bah, faut... ah. yeah, En face là, si traversé, depuis où on a traversé, il a tiré. It's hard to explain, but this is like a castle, and inside, barbecue is the king. But his enemies are only one wall away. Et qu'on utilise le caillou pour faire va, pour tirer. Ce mot en l'air, ça fait me faire craser plus fort. Moi ça. Et qu'on a pris un caillou pour tirer. Il y a un tête dans la tête. He dispenses money and largesse. He sees himself as a revolutionary fighting against the dark corruption of government and oligarch businessmen. But he is a gang leader and is always under attack. Port-au-Prince is a war zone every minute. The edges of their territory are clearly marked, and he rarely goes beyond them. What's really incredible, actually, is the sense of being in, in a war zone, actually, going through back alleys to get between the front lines which are around the corner. It's like being in Aleppo. It's like being in Mosul. It's, uh, it's quite remarkable, actually. You've got so many factions, so many gangs fighting each other, and uh, their territories are very specific. Ironically, it is safer for us to film here in this gang-controlled territory than in most of the rest of the city, where we could easily be kidnapped or killed. And that is something that every single person lives with here every single day. Stuart Ramsey, Sky News, Port-au-Prince. Hey, I want to tell Shaq, I asked you specifically this evening because you felt that I was uh, shaming you or, or ignoring you, and that would never be the case. And uh, you showed him what, what, what you were all about, the way you crushed all the centers in the league for a couple of years there. So uh, I'm on your side, Shaq. Don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. And listen, you not speaking to me was the best thing to happen to my career because all I wanted to do was impress you, sir. So I will talk to you soon, inshallah, and I love you very much. And I will never, ever have beef with the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You ain't got to worry about that. That's back at you. I love you, too. And All right, brother. I want you guys to keep on impressing the whole world with our game. It's a, yes. it's a wonderful game. Right. Yep. I'll talk to you soon, Cap. Thank okay. you, Captain. Be All right, Cap. Yeah. Take care. A lot of brothers out here on the ground that wish they had the opportunities. A lot of dudes is taking penitentiary chances every day to take care of their family, to take care of their kids. But then there's a lot of brothers that don't have to no more. And they out you know, they're in a better situation. And I just want to say this to a lot of people, man. Uh, if you ain't a street nigga, don't wait till you get some rap money, give millions of dollars and become one. Mm. Because what's happening is, you know, and this ain't got nothing to do with this situation right yeah. here, but what I'm seeing in the rap culture is that a lot of dudes was in the neighborhood. Only thing they did was rap. They even played sports, they rap. But soon as they got the millions... And they got a bunch of dudes that's in the street that now are going to listen to them because they want to go for the ride. They want to get taken care of. They want to get broke off. Now they become this ultimate street nigga. Uh, they talk to people crazy. They carry themselves crazy. They on social media talking gangster shit. 
any real dude that ever operated outside of the law did penitentiary time or didn't go to the penitentiary was in the street game, ducking the police, ducking the stick up man, ducking the killers, ducking all the bullshit. They not trying to be no street nigga. They waiting for the the the, the nearest opportunity to get out the game. The real cats that really go through this shit because they know what they up against. So why do y'all guys wait till y'all get millions of dollars and want to be tough ass street niggas? Stand up, David Carrick. I've made ancillary orders for deprivation pursuant to section 153 of the Sentencing Act 2020 and restraining orders under sections 359 and 360 of the Act. They will remain in force until further order. <coughs> the victim surcharge applies. I make no sexual harm prevention orders given the nature of the sentence I'm about to pass. On the main indictment on counts 16, 19, 29, 30, 31, 32, 38, 39, 42 and 43, the sentence is four years imprisonment on each concurrent. On counts 24 and 25, the sentence is seven years on each concurrent. On count six, on the second indictment, I impose a concurrent determinate sentence of nine years. 31 sentences of life imprisonment are imposed on the main indictment on counts one, two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six. 37, 40, and 41. Also, five life sentences are imposed on the second indictment on counts 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. This makes a total of 36 life sentences. The minimum term you will have to serve before the parole board can think of releasing you is 30 years, 239 days. And you may go down. Mr Little, Mr Williamson, the court salutes the courage of all the victims and their families and I hope they're able to thrive in the rest of their lives. The teams of police officers concerned have worked hard to bring this case to court and to keep the confidence of the victims. To do so under the fierce scrutiny this case has attracted is promising for the future. The Crown Prosecution Service lawyers and counsel have met tight deadlines set by the court and put the case together fairly and effectively. The defence team has met the challenge of dealing with an evolving set of grave allegations and a completely disorientated client with patience and professionalism. The court wishes to recognise that work and to thank all of you. Okay.
Well, we will just leave that now as the sentencing uh, finishes up there. Uh, the judge, Mrs Justice Chima Grubb, there adjourning the case and sentencing uh, the former Met Police Officer David Carrick to 30 years, a minimum of 30 years in prison. Well, with me now to get reaction on that is Farah Nazir, who is the chief executive of Women's Aid. Thanks for joining us. Obviously, you were just watching proceedings there. Just give me your reaction to that sentence. Is it enough? Well, I mean, it's, a, it's, 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 the, it's the acceptable sentence in a very, very unacceptable situation. Um, it's come 17 years and 12 victims at the very least and 85 events is too late. I think is the is the overriding concern here. Um, I think what it does show is the courage and commitment and determination of those women who went up against an agent of the law. Um, it is very, very hard to do that, even when you're not up against a police officer. And the courage and bravery really needs to be commended. And that will send a message to other women in this situation that justice can be achieved. And, and to other women, that's that's a huge point, really. And there will be so many women watching this, hearing about this, hearing that this is yet another metropolitan police officer involved in a horrific case. You obviously speak to a lot of women who have been through very, very difficult circumstances. What do you understand about a women's relationship between uh, between the Met Police? I think it's fair to say that women have lost considerable trust in the Met Police. I mean, you know, if you look at the, you know, starting off with the Sarah Everard case um, and then a raft of reports and now this latest, this latest case here, I mean, what we've not seen is a real shift or a real turnaround. We still see that the culture is prevailingly misogynistic and sexist. Um, not enough training is going in. But frankly, what we need to see is an overall change in, in culture. We need a whole system shift, a transformation here. We need everything to be looked at and scrutinized. We need proper leadership. What we don't need is yet another report. We've got the reports. We understand what needs to be done. We need action to be taken. And that looks like a real scrutiny around who's being, who's coming into the police, a real scrutiny on the culture, training. We need for, 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 for violence against women to be, to be prioritised. If it's not prioritised, if there isn't political will there, then none of the rest will follow. So it needs a real overhaul before women begin to trust the, the police, particularly the Met again. Well... The Met has replaced its leader. We saw Cressida Dick leave. It has said it is rooting out corrupt officers. It said it's going to, there are going to be some uh, really hard stories to hear along the way. Don't you feel like they're doing that and they are sticking to their word? I think I think work is being done and there are some very, very good people doing very good work. And you know, we don't want to take away from the important work that the police do. However, Cases like this and abuses like this really, really expose the um, the culture that exists. I mean, the fact that this 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 officer was brought to attention nine times, three times within the Met, colleagues knew about his behaviour, but he was allowed to persist. He actually came in to the, to, 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 to the Met with, with, with concerns around relationships, that he'd had coercive and controlling relationships. How is that allowed to happen? And what assurances do we have right now, not just the Met, but the whole of the police forces across the country, that more is being done? We need, we need far more transparency. We need to understand what's happening. And we need to see that the police are actively working with women's groups, with women, to bring in a shift in the change of the culture that's clearly dominant right now.
And I've spoken to many victims, many survivors who have dealt with the Metropolitan Police and, and, and what they've said to me quite often is that they, uh, when they go and report something like this, they'll often have to report it to a man um, or they don't feel like they're listened to. Is that what you're hearing? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's not it's not and it's not just the Met. It is it is it is all police forces we work mm. across the country. Um, it is it is fair to say that vast the vast majority of um, of reports do go into men. That is a very, very difficult situation for a woman who's experienced sexual abuse or domestic violence or domestic abuse or any form of of, of abuse. That that shouldn't be the case at all. If a woman is presenting with this kind of issue, there should be a female officer on board who's been trained, who's able to really support that survivor, that victim to 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 to, to tell their story. Um, there needs there need to be connections with local women's services so the survivor can be refer, uh, re referred as they need to be referred and supported through the system. The system currently is just not set up to support women who have experienced sexual violence, any form of violence against women or girls or domestic abuse. It's just not set up and we can see that day in and day out. Um, we, we also need, need, need thorough training together with a thorough cultural shift and, and, and prioritisation. It needs to be top the top priority of all the forces across the country that they need to deal with this in terms of how they are culturally positioning women and how seriously they're taking these crimes against women and it needs to be absolutely prioritized when it comes to training okay well thank you very much that's farah nazir the chief executive of women's aid speaking to us and giving us a reaction to the sentencing of david carrick the former met police officer who will serve a minimum of 30 years in prison I want to congratulate LeBron James on becoming the NBA all-time leading scorer. What a feat. Um, I never thought that Kareem's scoring record would be broken by anybody, but uh, that says how special you are, man, and what you've done for the game of basketball worldwide. You've changed the game of basketball, and I, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you, but also it means even more to to myself and to all fans because you're wearing that purple and gold and broke it as a Laker. So congratulations. Every day, James wakes up and tries to take care of his 54 children. I am poor. I have nothing apart from spam. I wish Ja would realize that he's not a thug. Ja is a, really, ja is a really good basketball player. Ja did everything he could to lift himself and his family out of this type of environment and to get away from this. And for some reason, he wants to surround himself with these type of people. Why? bro? you not hard. That's not your life. People that in that life would give anything to be in your life. Great point. For some reason, you're worth 30, you're worth, a, you got a $200 million contract and you want people in the NBA to think you hood, to think you gangster mm -hmm. because you roll with these type of people. Bro, you putting yourself in harm's way when you don't have to. Nobody looks at you, John, think, man, that's a thug. He hood. <laughs> he down. He bought that. You not. Mm. Stop pretending. All you do is yap and talk about, oh, I'm going to let him live to see another day. I'm going to do this. You're not going to do nothing. What you're going to do is get yourself in trouble, put yourself and your family in harm's way when you don't have to. 
just play basketball. If you want to do all that chirping and all that about y'all good, how great y'all are, mm -hmm. even though your record indicate since you made your statement, Dylan Brooks made his statement, you've been awful. Have at that. I got no problem. I, I wish you wouldn't talk so much considering mm -hmm. y'all talk so much to have done so little. That's a part of it. I get that. But this, 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 what you're going about, pretending like you, like you down like that, like you tote, that you carry, bruh, you putting yourself in harm's way. Mm. And it's not a good look for you. Stop this, man. This is not you. You, you, I mean, you, you played basketball to get out of this environment. You could, hey, I guarantee you got homeboys. You say that's your fam. You tweet that that's your fam. That probably had talent like you, but they chose that life. Bro, you need to let that go. Because that's not you. It's not. You pretend like you hard, but you're not, Ja. Mm. You're opening yourself up. You're putting yourself in a position you don't even need to be in. And for what? For street cred? Come on, bro. Luke Brock was a symbol of great base stealing. But today, I'm the greatest of all time. Thank you. What it is right now. Uh -huh. What it is right now. Uh -huh. What it is right now. Uh -huh. and let me tell you what it is right now. Let me step up and handle my biz right now. Did you see this man tonight? Did you see this man tonight? Woo! Woo! Yes, that was everything. That was everything. Thank you, Travis. Crazy. We both Travis. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Right now, I ain't even know that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that I was his biggest fan. I didn't know that. And then I, I read up. I read. We didn't even have the internet back then. Whoa. I could find that old school. <laughs> Trevor Smith Jr. Yeah. Trevor Smith Jr. Yes, yes, yes. I am Trevor Smith Jr. That's right. Proudly. That's right. I was like, I'll be his backup whenever he needs it. <laughs> whenever he needs it. Right here. If Slip is busy, you call me. Yeah, you know that you call me. You call me. We hey, yo, we keeping it coming, keeping it moving, keeping it while and we getting the paper. Let's keep the chill. Chill is stacking it, pumping it. Now we happy and smiling because now we living good. Doing it is how we be moving it in the hood. Yeah. 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 Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. 
but it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. So, folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be stopped. All right. We got unanimity. Well, this well, is what I was excited for. Our next guest's dream is to become an astrophysicist. He's taken the steps toward that dream. He has finished high school in under three years with a 4.0 GPA and has already finished a semester of college. Here's the oh kicker, though, okay? He's nine. That is him. In addition to becoming one of the youngest high school graduates in the country, David Bagaloon is a member of Mensa, of course. David and his parents, Rania and Henry, join us now. Oh, my goodness. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, David, how's college? <laughs> Good. <laughs> what, what was it like graduating from high school at nine? Well, everybody started talking about how this is an incredible accomplishment. And I was thinking how all I did is graduate. <laughs> and then my mom saying, you, yes, you graduated at the age of nine. And, I, and then I say, yeah, I graduated. What's the big deal? <laughs> you graduated at the age of nine. <laughs> so what is the big deal? So what is the big deal? Do you know what the big deal is? Or is this just normal to you? Like, it, you no. know? It just comes. You just, f for me, you just do it. Yeah. So mom and dad, what did you do? Because every parent watching is going to be like, well, wait a minute. What did they do and what am I doing wrong? So did you do anything special you think or different that <laughs> put, puts David ahead of the pack? Uh... I what? think you just have to listen to your child and uh, get outside of the box. Uh, he was the one that leading the charge. He's the one that was motivated. I just had to uh, break out of the box and think outside of the normal schooling, think outside of uh, what people know and what I know uh, growing up and uh, just give him chance to be and do what he's dreaming to be and do. Well, what do you mean by that? Because and people are going to say, like, what's specific? Sorry, yeah, go ahead, Dad. Go ahead, in addition to that, there are so many factors that we saw very early when David was growing up. And uh, he is the type that is very curious about everything. And uh, everywhere we went, he always asked, what is this? What is that? And then if you explain and you use big words, he will want you to break it down and tell me what does that mean and when he comes with me to my clinic 
I have an outpatient psychiatric clinic. When he comes to me, I mean to the clinic, he always asks questions. Uh, why do you do this as opposed to doing that? And uh, what does this mean instead of, you know, and you have to explain without explaining, if you know what I mean, because mm -hmm. you still have to pay attention to the requirements of the law. We keep patient information mm. highly confidential mm. because of the HIPAA law. And so, I still have to break it down for him. I never, I never said to him, shut up. Yeah. Or go and no. do something else. No, I will take the time to break things down. Dad, I'm going to just make this point with Poppy, because Poppy and I were talking about it, and you as well. When um, talking about when I was a kid, my, my mom would, like, make, pull me back. I'd go talk to people. Yeah. And my dad would say, don't make him afraid of people. Yeah. Let him be curious. And you do the same thing with yeah, your kids. I you do. don't tell them no. I Let try to say curious. we can't do that now, but what else could we do? Right. And present options. Hey, David, what do you what do you yeah. want to be when you grow up, David? Well, there are a few things that I want to be: an astrophysicist, <gasps> an engineer, a nuclear chemist, yeah. a software developer, a rocket engineer, and what's the <laughs> website design. Website. Nothing like it. Well, I was going to say ball player. That would be great, too, right? It's, yeah. He has all kinds of skills. I'm sure he can do it. Um, hey, David and, and mom and dad, we have a surprise for you. Okay, are you ready? So, okay. one of the world's yeah. most famous scientists wants to say hi to you. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson is here with us. Hi, Neil. Good Whoa. morning. What do you want to say? Are you serious? Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey, David. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. how are you? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Hi. Uh, David, I was nine when I decided I wanted to be an astrophysicist, except I was still in fourth grade. Okay, so. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know this. It is unusual to be entering college at that grade, but the greatest value to knowing this early, what you might want to do, looks like you're giving yourself a few options there, and that's great. The greatest value is you can align decisions related to your life to feed that interest and curiosity so that by the time you become a professional in that world, your whole life has been invested on that path, and then you'll become better at that than you would anything else you can imagine. So, uh, so I'm especially intrigued that you know what you want to be when you grow up, but you're kind of already grown up, so I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> David, is there anything, is there anything you want to say to the great Neil deGrasse Tyson before we got to go? Well, we are really blessed to have you talk to David. I mean, he has read so much about you and heard so much about you. And uh, every time he sees you on the TV and uh, doing something somewhere, he's always impressed. Well, Dad, let him and talk about to it. to talk to you. Let him talk yeah, about it, Dad. Talk about your theory. <laughs> yeah, ahead, Dad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell him, go tell ahead. Him about How do you feel? Too. My theory? Yes. Go ahead. How do you feel? So 
I've created, so I was in my earth and science high school class, and I created a theory to refute the Big Bang Theory. Wow. So. We love new ideas. The main, <laughs> thanks. Okay, go on. So the main part of the theory is that matter cannot be created or destroyed. According to the Big Bang Theory, the little, I guess you'll call it, ba, ball, cosmic egg, something like that, it was infinitely dense. Now, in order for it to be instant, infinitely dense, it has to be constantly creating matter. Oh, my gosh. Wow. But in order for it to constantly be creating matter, it would have to violate the laws of physics. And since we're technically talking about the universe, not all the space outside of the universe, then the laws of physics should still apply. Okay, so wait, Neil, is he... Thing, hang on one second, because we, we have to go. I'm sorry, David, because we're just out, out of time. I don't mean to be disrespectful to a nine-year-old graduated college and is explaining that how he refuted this. Uh, Neil, is he is he schooling you right now? But we got to run. But right, right. so, so we love new ideas that challenge our previous ideas. So in the end, David, what you have to do is come up with a way to test your idea. Mm. Yeah. Then we can then hand it over to people with telescopes and space probes and this sort of thing, and then we can see if your new hypothesis about the universe is correct. Right. That that's how that's how we do that. Uh, that's how we roll wow. on the frontier. This, we roll, we have time, we have to deal with time issues here and get to breaks and pay the bills. We're so happy to have all of you on. David, best of luck to you, mom thank and dad you. as well. Neil, thank you, it was very kind of you to very come Very kind of morning. you, Neil. My day has been made. Yeah, go ahead, Neil. My podcast is coming to the Keswick Theater in Pennsylvania at the end, uh, in, in outside of Philly, at the end of uh, March. So be delighted to offer your family some tickets for that. Oh. Well, that would be that great. Would be great. That would be amazing. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. We'd love to meet all, all of you in person, have you all come on the set. David, keep us uh, abreast of, of what you're doing. Good luck. Keep killing it. Thanks. Have all fun. Right. Yes, have fun, too. Thank you. Thank have you. fun, too. Don't forget right. to be a kid, right? <laughs> yeah, have fun, too. <laughs>
or considering any philosophy. Ask yourself only what are the facts and what is the truth that the facts bear out. Never let yourself be diverted either by what you would wish to believe or by what you think could have beneficent social effects if it were believed. But look only and solely at what are the facts. That is the intellectual thing that I should wish to say. The moral thing I should wish to say to them is very simple. I should say, love is wise, hatred is foolish. In this world, which is getting more and more closely interconnected. We have to learn to tolerate each other. We have to learn to put up with the fact that some people say things that we don't like. We saw the foul play. We saw how Sasso led him out, looked across the street. Okay, Eping Gabi, oh, oh, don't design. You saw the Gabi, oh yeah, he's on that side. Okay, and the other Gabi, yeah, you're hiding him. Shield him, shield this Ngabi. So they got John Design and this other uh, bouncer from the club shielding the Ngabi so that he can't be seen, so that Keenan feels comfortable. Cool, Keenan is still saying goodbye to his friend. Cool, the Ngabis think to themselves, yo, it's better to kill him here in the streets than in the car. In the car, the bullet might ricochet of shit. It might be more difficult. It looks like they planned to have him right there in the back seat and they were planning to have him shoot him from both ends of, of the car, but he wasn't getting into the car. And the driver's also not getting into the car. Keenan's not going to be the first one in the car. He's the artist. Why is the artist standing on the further side? Why is he unshielded, unguarded, unprotected? You never allow an artist to be unguarded, unprotected. Take out this. Yo. Spent your advance on one trip to Six Flags With a handicapped class with your candy rap ass Bitch, you singing like Frankie Lyman Fuck around, you might break your hymen Then somebody's gonna have to clean a mess up Like you fucking spill ketchup Fucking flawless from the neck up If you want it, better step up You don't wanna feel that blah, that, that, that Come through the fucking ball court with salt and pepper Hold on Hold the fuck on Yo, yo, if I die, change my suit four times at the wake Make sure I get my dick sucked also, uh Everybody wearing white clothes Crush cocaine, put it up your right nose You might see me looking homeless Hopping out the rover, pat it on my shoulder Just say what up, I might acknowledge you My shit is crazy, don't appear to be a common dude I only deal with people that invent shit Cause after rap there ain't no pension And... I'm just trying to be the next George Foreman Invent a new grill so Jada Kiss could cook the bass on it I might take a shit in some expensive jeans I got expensive habits My kids are mixed like Lenny Kravitz It's not me rapping, it's the parrot And if I punch you in the face You'll never eat a motherfucking sandwich Body Oh my god Queens in the motherfucking building, man Flex, you hear me, man? Shouts to my brother Alchemist, man Yo, body, tell him so, son Oh. I cry, I can't even, I feel like speaking Puerto Rican no, right now this, son. I got this, I got this, yo, yo These dudes wanna claim king, you dealing with immortals Fuck being cordial, I'm laughing while I'm dancing in the ballroom Former king's head lay in the guillotine Snap my fingers, shot that motherfucker for the village to see Ain't no man walking iller than me If you see me, better kneel on the knee I'm like a one in a million case Brilliant face, crooked J trying to put me in the cage Turn the page, bitch, I'm paid I've been around the world more than Carmen San Diego Raw meat, throwing the lions under the table 
grown man breaking bread while your face bled Found him face down in the shed like a base head Switch plates on a Civic, pivot Exotic places that they rap about, I live it Fat boy, I'm eating all the spinach Hold up a Joining us right now is the MVP of the league, man. the MVP of the game Mr. Everything, quarterback Patrick Mahomes First of all, congratulations man I appreciate you man, there's nothing like sitting on this set right now How about sitting <laughs> on this set for the second time? Does this one, is it any different than the first? It, it's completely different. That first time, I didn't even know how great winning a Super Bowl was. And then to deal with the failure of the last two years, losing a Super Bowl, losing the AFC Championship game in overtime, um, I appreciate this so much more, man. And I'm proud of those guys that, that, that play with me. And, and Patrick, yeah, Thursday night your mom told me there wasn't any doubt in her mind that y'all going to win this game. You think she got nervous when you hurt your ankle there before the half? My mom always is nervous on game day. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we knew it was going to be a great challenge, man. That was a great football team. Um, I, I thought it was two best football teams in the league playing against each other, and uh, we made enough plays at the end of the game, man. It was, a, it was an amazing game. Um, and I'm glad that we came out on top. And it was it was something. We went to this game thinking the Eagles' D-line is going to put so much pressure on you. Your O-line stepped up. But even going in at halftime, you guys are down. You hurt your ankle. What do you tell yourself? And what is said in that locker room for you guys to come out the way you did in the second half? Yeah, what I did was I challenged the guys to leave everything they had on the field. And it wasn't just me talking. There were several guys talking in that locker room. And I knew if I challenged the guys to leave everything uh, they had, I had to leave everything I had on the football field. And so um, we knew the game was going to be won with the offensive line up front, offensive line, defensive line, and both teams step, both sides stepped up, uh, especially when it counted. And I, I mean, it was it was an amazing game, and I'm, I'm proud of those guys. 158 yards on the ground. 44 by you with a bad angle. Yeah, no, I, I, I realized in that second half I just have to run straight. If I cut, that's what I heard. <laughs> I, I, I showed off all that 4.8 speed I showed at the combine by just running straight down the middle. Hey, Patrick, what is it? Because when I was talking to you earlier, the fact that this football team, with hardly any time left, especially in the fourth quarter, Y'all dig down and you're a totally different football team. You start going, start scoring points. You start hitting big plays. Is that something you practice or does it just happen? I think it's, I mean, people say it's, you're battle tested. Um, we play games like this all year long. I don't think the fans liked it because we were in a lot of tight games no matter what every week, but it, it tested us for these moments. And so um, over the last few years, man, I've had some key guys that have been on my team that have been in those moments with me and I relied on them to be leaders with me. Um, and uh, we found a way to, to win at the end, man. It's just we got to get down 10 early, and then we'll figure out a way to win. <laughs> it works for you. Hey, you know what's different? You said this feels different. Last time you won a Super Bowl, you weren't a husband and a father. Your family is right here. Why don't you call your wife, Brittany? Hey, and Brittany. Daughter up. Come on up. Yeah. You get to celebrate with them this time, and that has to be a much better feeling for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, to celebrate with the fam, the, the, my son was here as well earlier, but he's, at, he's in bed right now. Um, but uh, Sterling, uh, she loves watching dad play football. Um, she knows all the Chiefs games, everything like that. Um, and so uh, to have her here, man, it's, it's going to make it a special moment in my life. What's it like for you, Brittany? And Brittany, what's it like when you see Patrick get hurt go right before halftime? What's going through your mind? Getting hurt. When he got, when hurt his ankle again going, in, going at halftime, what's going through your mind? He'll be back out there and he'll finish the game. I'm not even worried. <laughs> <laughs> He's spoken like a wife, no doubt whatsoever. Congratulations yes. to your entire family, and that includes your Chiefs family and all of Chiefs Kingdom. Thank you so much for joining us, Patrick. I appreciate y'all as always. All right. Hey, you know what? Your two Super Bowl wins, both on Fox. I That's know, what we, I'm saying. we got to have Fox do all the all of them from now on. There you go. And now that offseason, hit him straight. There we go. All right. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl champion and MVP.
my children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. All right. That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to I, I will call every that's three minutes. You've you gone past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. Maui, my beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches. Rest in peace to AKA Keenan Jared Forbes. R.I.P. my G. You motherfuckers killed AKA. This shit is wild, bruv. It's fucking crazy. Hey yo, don't design.